0: Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 293, recorded on August 20th, 2020. That's a lot of 20s. On tonight's episode, we announce our LEGO NES contest winner. We get our dancing shoes ready for all those rhythm games we saw. And we discuss the Nintendo new Galaxy Switch SP DSi Lite XL Pro Plus, whatever. You know what to do, Jesse. Jesse.
1: Hey, what's up everybody? It's Marty here from Nintendo Dads. This is episode 294. It is the 27th of August, 2020. And man, do we have a show for you
0: tonight. It's a show. It's a Don't show. It's I, said be it good. No. I said it was 293 apparently. Did, did about you people. say it
1: was 293? That's what's in the notes. <laughs> Not anymore. <under> Mark. <laughs> um, well... Does that mean no, I need to I have to do redo? Re- hard. You also said it was. You also said it was August twentieth, twenty twenty. It's not. Oh my gosh!
0: What the heck? Yeah. Wow. Well, yep. Nobody changed
2: that. So so I didn't update it's those. Okay. It's okay. I we'll we'll, we'll keep eyes, this. Gosh, we'll keep it in. Listen. We're going back the to the
0: past.
1: <laughs> we are absolute professionals, and we make these mistakes so that other podcasts don't feel bad.
2: You're welcome, uh, John and Adam. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just do this to we just do this to make Megan ads feel better, uh, which is not true at all. Oh my gosh, they <laughs> they're so good, uh, guys. There's ton to talk about tonight. But joining me on the show tonight uh, is Mr. Jesse Waldack. How you doing, buddy?
2: Uh, pretty good. It's uh, I have to, tomorrow as a vacation day again, and I am going to use it. <laughs>
1: You need, you know, what you need to do. Uh, You need to actually play video games on your
2: vacation day. I plan on it. Well, I've been playing. I've been been playing as many games as as much, not as many games. One game for as long as I could during my not working time. But I have more non working time, and this time I don't have. I was seeing. I don't. I don't have a fence to paint this time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was seeing over on our our Discord this week that. uh, uh, one of our one of our patrons, Frosticles, forty three, was saying he got a, a week off work and he's planning to play all these video games. He ended up painting his uh, mother's house outdoors, putting new carpet in his bedroom, redecorating, and then to, uh, he says tomorrow I start re wallpapering the living room.
2: Wow! Sorry, my, but my wife my wife invited me to adulting sucks to help. Like paint walls in her friend's house. Basically, <laughs> her one of her friends started literally dating her neighbor, and they're going to get married. So they're not; they don't need two houses. So they're pretty, she's pretty much moved in with him, and they're just gutting it and re- restoring what they can, can be can restored I ask, to can I ask a question? it. How how close are the houses? You're. Not like New York, New Jersey, close, but you know, normal suburb, close. You know, why don't they just build a ha- build a, like a, a room in between them? That's very possible. I just don't think they want that house. much real estate between. And <laughs> between then he them.
1: can have one house, and she can have the other. And so, you know, when they get mad, it's like, go to your house. Let's <laughs> go, go to your house. It's just, I, I, it's, there's I, a big like room or laundry room in the middle come on guys
2: Episode yeah. says the city would have to allow it but I, I have seen like duplexes where both the families on both sides are really good friends and literally just put a door in the middle so they could just let visit the
1: city doesn't have to allow what the city doesn't know about
2: City will you find out it. something then, as big as a whole new room one day, connecting one day, two houses. The, one day,
1: you know, the the housing commission's just driving by and they're like, When did that giant house get there? And somebody says, Oh, well, it used to be two houses until so and so and so so got married and they made it one big house. <laughs> Come on, guys. By that point they're gonna be like, Oh, whatever. They're not gonna they're not gonna care.
2: Yeah, I they don't think that's how that city works.
1: Well, that's how it works in my
3: head.
0: Uh, Tim, off. You are also with us tonight. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> it's going good. I've been just uh, trying to keep up with work as usual since I've been back for what, about a month now. So, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's been crazy. So, but now it's trying. Now it's back to that craziness and getting ready for school and trying to get my arms around that, figuring that out and. And all other other things going on, you know, adulting stuff that we were talking about that prevent me from, you know, playing video games. Doggone adulting.
1: Yeah, yeah. My wife had a, um, she runs a homeschool co-op, which is like, basically it's like extracurriculars or family planned classes that kids can come to.
3: Okay. Uh,
1: and the moms run it. Like last year I taught a board game class. It was totally ton of fun. Uh, and they had a creek stop planned for tomorrow, since they're trying to do all outdoor things, uh, you know, with COVID-19. Right. And uh, Hurricane Laura or Tropical Storm Laura will be here tomorrow. So join that that class or the outside. Activity. Yeah, I mean, nobody's nobody's going to uh, the Creek Stomp tomorrow. We're going to sleep in. <laughs>
3: it's going to be fantastic. Uh,
1: gentlemen, before we get started, I, I'm going to take a personal privilege here for just a minute. I want to know. Uh, just and maybe this is just because I want to brag I don't know but like I need to know one good thing that you ate this week something that made you go wow all right
2: I don't think i I had any wows but the the lunch we had this afternoon was kind of like a you know the our grocery store's deli makes these like chicken Like stuffed chicken patties. Not many patties, just stuffed chicken with toppings. And the cowboy or cowgirl, they call it, depending on what the ingredients are. Um, So they they took that, but ground it and mixed all the ingredients in to make a patty. And that's what was lunch. And she said, you need to buy those again.
1: I see you. That sounds fantastic.
0: I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I would eat that. Tim, what about you? My wife makes a mean tuna noodle casserole.
1: That was pretty Mom,
3: good.
1: <laughs> I don't eat. I don't eat fish. I'm a reverse vegan. Like I know some people are pescatarian only. They only eat fish. I eat. De- I eat none. I can't. I can't.
2: I'm
1: sorry. It. Sick, like we didn't grow up eating it. So, and we weren't like I didn't live near the sea or, or yeah. even yeah. a river. So I, I
2: like freshly I'm caught. I've said, said it before. Grilled. I said it before on the show, but, and I don't have a chance to eat it very often anymore because I'm keto. Uh, but sushi is my favorite meal. You know, that's my uh, favorite. The meal.
1: only exposure that I had to like seafood up until uh, I married into my wife's family and they're all seafood junkies was uh, my grandmother kept me when I was little and she would get out the cast iron skillet every Friday and fry salmon patties. And it was the most god awful stench that I had ever smelled in my entire life. I hated Fridays in her house, and I'm like, why they do it every Friday? And then you know, there's this generation of people, old people mainly, who that's all that's like fish on Fridays. Like, where did that come? from? they fish fry.
2: Yeah, well, Lent, but just they took it to the logical extreme and doing it all year round.
1: But yeah, like it's Lent, but like that's it's a whole. Like cross-section of a generation. It's <laughs> fish on Friday. It's terrible. But anyway, for me this week, uh, my father-in-law, you, you can go over to Discord and see this if you're a patron of the show. He made a brisket and uh, he smoked oh, a brisket yeah. in the smoker. is the first time he's ever done it. Typically, we do it a different way. But he got this new pellet smoker and he's he kept saying, I want to try a brisket. I want to try a brisket. So this week, last week, I was at Sam's. They had brisket. I was like, buying it. And... <laughs> So I brought it home, and I was like, someone to cook this brisket. He's like, for what occasion? I was like, Tuesday.
0: So all the Nintendo dads are going <laughs> to you know, come have our meeting, uh, face-to-face meeting when COVID's over at Marty's house. Listen, I'm, his, telling uh, you, father-in-law I'm telling you, I'm
1: telling you, when COVID is over, when COVID <laughs> is over, the plan that we had been talking about for, for years, guys, has been to get to a certain level on Patreon, and then we can host... Nintendo Dad Con. That's right. And <laughs> if you get us to that level and COVID's over, I will smoke as much brisket as you want. <laughs> just and you so po- I can be around people. And you yeah.
2: posted the pictures to that yesterday, and a lot of people are commenting, Ooh, I'm in the mood for barbecue now. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's just another Wednesday for me. <laughs> yeah, Look, I see this all the time dude, I'm telling you, I've had that, I've had it
1: three days in a row, and I'm going to eat it again tomorrow for lunch. It ju- it's just, it's just as good every other day. So good, so 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 good. But anyway, this is not food, dads. Yes, this is Nintendo dads, kitchen, and we actually have, yeah, you know, we have news <laughs> to talk about this week. So let's just go on over and dive right in to the news. we just talked about Patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can help us in our goal to one day create and throw the greatest community party that has ever been thrown in the history of the Internet, Nintendo DadCon. Uh, I'm calling it right now. That's what it's going to be called, because I'm sure DadCon is taken somewhere else. Or people would see that and they would think that it's a place for dads who are ex-convicts. Uh, you know, I don't know. But Nintendo Dad Con it's gonna happen one of these days, I promise. But anyway, for as little as a dollar a month, you can join up at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, and you can come chat with us. You can come hang, be a part of monthly Mayhem, all kinds of cool stuff happening over there. And then if you're a five dollar patron, it opens up the entirety of Discord, it opens a world that some have never seen. Uh, you can you can be a part of all kinds of weird channels. That maybe get talked in sometimes and maybe they don't. And maybe Tim just archives them uh, or whatever. And then people uh, talking to them yeah, anyway.
3: And, yep.
1: Yeah. And yep. In the archives. <laughs> archives are available at the $5 level. And, and the thing is, is that every time somebody does that, I imagine in my head this picture of Tim shaking his fist at the sky <laughs> like this, like, you talk to the archive channel.
2: I'm probably the more guil- anyway. most guilty out of everybody. Yeah, he's just mad at you. He just,
0: <laughs> just Hey, it's in uh, there. But $10 it.
1: a month patrons get uh, get perks that uh, everybody else don't want, like pre-, pre and post-show content, as well as an art card every now and then and when a big game comes along and all kinds of different stuff there. And then $30 a month patrons get to be on the show and uh, help shape the show the week they're on. They get to bring their own topic and get to be a guest on the show and speaking of guests, can I can I go ahead and let this cat out of the bag?
2: I don't know. About September? I think so. I think Justin I'm gonna, planned on I'm gonna advertising it. it soon. So on sure.
1: on September 10th, we are going to be no, wait, joined don't do right it. here. Don't do it. No, never mind. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were being serious. On September 10th, right here on the show, we are going to be joined by none other than IGN's own Zachary Ryan who's going to come into Ooh. the madness that is Nintendo Dads and probably not be phased by it at all.
3: <laughs> Let's just be honest. Well, have I'm you really heard their
1: forward. show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. Uh, I am really looking forward to having him on the show. Uh, and we're all, we've are all we also got, right now we're in the process of scheduling Patreon producers and things. And so, uh, guys, buckle up. It's going to be a wild fall over here. And you can jump in over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. Go and do it right now, and if you do, we'll call you out on the show next week and make sure everybody knows how proud of you we are. Like, like, good job, son. Good job. You joined up. Proud of you. Uh, One other thing we want to mention right here at the top of the show is there's some people who have been having problems with Patreon, either like they go up a level or they come down a level, and it kicks them out of Discord, right? And that is bogus. That's no fun. And we want you guys to know that's not on our end. That's something on Patreon and Discord's end, right, Tim? Yes, that's you, correct. Can, can you give us a little bit of clarity about that and what needs to happen if this happens to,
0: to somebody? Well, uh, basically, what if, always try to do something yourself. If you go to change your levels, um, go try to go... If you get kicked off or you see your, your, your name is in, in white letters instead of a colored letter, letters in Discord, you basically have to go in there and, and Patreon and go to the settings area under apps and disconnect and reconnect your Discord app. Sometimes that'll fix the issue. However, we've run into issues where a couple people, a few people actually, have that didn't work um in fact one of our patreons had to completely unsubscribe to us and then resubscribe to us to fix the issue which is ridiculous to me especially if we were not like we look at it all the time but if we wanted to look at the length of time that somebody was um you know um a subscriber or if we ran a contest to see how, you know, how far back somebody went or whatever, you know, just saying there's possibilities to that. But now we got to take that into account because now it resets their, their time in, but I'm going into the weeds on that. But basically it does keep us
2: oh, still like a lifetime in number. So that number right. won't reset, but yeah, you it know, does. the number of concurrent months might.
0: Yes. So essentially what it's come down to is I submitted a ticket to them, letting them know that, they need to work something out, but in the meantime, if you do run into an issue, just come talk to me either Twitter at neoprime33 or in Discord with the same name, and you know I can give you temporary access at, at whatever level you're supposed to be at, and then we'll keep checking to see because I right now I think what happens is at the first of the month when they start charging, uh, that's when things start checking for your levels and what you're supposed to have access to that's my guess. I don't know. We'll find out on the first of September for a couple of people, but, uh, yeah, it's basically just come see me and we'll, we'll get it figured out. What
1: Tim is saying is (laughs) it's not our fault that Patreon and discord screwed up. So he's let them know (laughs) how much they've screwed up. Yes. And hopefully there'll be a fix here real soon when they listen to him. Right. (laughs) So, so that's that. Uh, we also want to say this, uh, Thank you to each and every one of you who entered our Lego NES contest. Uh, That wrapped up last week, and a winner has been notified. And they've actually already received their prize, posted about it on Twitter. And so we want to say a huge thanks to Freshman10 from the United States for not only uh, entering our contest, but being the winner of the Lego NES. And Freshman10, we hope you enjoy building... One of the best Lego builds I have ever had the privilege of being a part of.
2: Yeah, he said, he, he said on Twitter that he plans on sending more pictures once the build he completes nice. his build.
0: I was going to say, when yeah. you got pictures, <laughs> so, it'll he, be he, fun to see he that. He
1: tagged us in his tweets. And so if you search for our username on Twitter, just at Nintendo Dads, you'll probably come across him and get to see his progress there as he do, yeah. does that. So
3: congratulations,
1: Freshman 10. And thanks to everybody who uh, who participated in the contest. Please don't leave now that the prize has been given away. <laughs> Stay tuned for more prizes. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, You never know. Speaking of never knowing, you never know these days when Nintendo is just going to drop some knowledge on us across the Internet. And uh, it was Tuesday morning that all of a sudden we woke up and guess what? It's time for the second partner direct. It was yesterday
2: morning, wasn't it? Or yeah. Was it yesterday morning? Yeah, I think it was yesterday.
1: Yesterday morning. Whatever. Jesse. (laughs) This week has been like (laughs) like it's just yeah,
2: you know, it's just flown by. Before we dig into that, there was one of the rumors was that there was going to be a direct on Friday. Think people think thinking or hoping it was going to be like the first party big direct that we haven't had in almost 12 months. But, so since we got this drop, that dropped on Wednesday, this is probably what was being rumored. I'm not expecting anything tomorrow. I'm
1: still, look, I'm holding out hope. High hopes, low expectations, right?
2: But I would hope that they wouldn't shadow drop a first party direct.
1: That's true, but they shadow drop Paper Mario. So, at this point, anything's yeah. game. Uh High Hopes, Low Expectations could have also been the title of this partner showcase uh, after watching it. Uh, I saw a ton of ranged and varied opinions all across Facebook and Twitter on Wednesday, ranging anywhere.
2: Uh Uh-oh. Marty, we don't hear you. I think your mic just died.
0: Nope. Well, that was interesting. Can yeah, you hear you're Hello, am I, am I back? Okay. Oh, there you're we back. go. You're
1: back. Yeah, you're back. Okay, that was really weird. It's, oh, uh, not good. Hey, guys, yeah. I'm probably going to drop here. Okay. Um, It's saying my internet connection is unstable, and that okay. might be because of the tropical storm coming up through here. So if I drop, y'all continue right. on without me. Is that cool?
2: Sounds good.
0: If you need to, I could, I could take over if that happens. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, uh, don't be so eager about that. By the way,
0: <laughs>
1: out. He was like, oh, "I could take over." I, I. No, I'm just kidding you, Tim. <laughs> you would do a fine job. You probably do a better job than me. Anyway,
3: uh, okay.
1: tons of varied, tons of varied um, responses all across the internet. Everything from I hated every game in this to There's a couple of things I'd like to get to uh i this has been the first direct in a long time that i've really really loved uh so i thought we would dive into this kind of like we did the indie direct last week instead of talking about um you know every game that was shown because you can if you want to do that you can just literally go watch the video Uh, i thought we would just talk about what our initial impressions were and give it a grade and move on is is that okay with you guys sure awesome so, uh, Jesse, let's start with you. Uh, what was your feeling about this direct? Like, did you,
2: did you like it? Did you hate it? Did, is it, was it exciting? Um, for the most part, everything was, you know, you know, I, like, you know, I, I don't ever get upset that a game is out that I don't want. I understand that everyone knows. I understand that. Uh, I think, but there wasn't anything here that completely grabbed me. Uh the collection of Saga I was on the fence on when I saw it, I'm like, okay, three GBA games. They're going to be full of jank because they are GBA games. When well, I saw the price, I'm like, yeah, I could pull that trigger. So I did a pre-purchase on the on the Saga games. The Literally,
1: Final I saw that come up, and I was like, and this is already on Jesse's Switch.
2: <laughs> yep. And that, that releases, It uh, pre-purchase was available right away, it releases December 15th. So it'll literally live on my system for four months before I can play it. I
1: I, I was really surprised at how close, like how soon they announced this. Right, like how much time between the announcement and the drop? It's going to be. It's, I mean, it's you're right. It's almost
2: four months. It's th- by the, the this is the lo- the longest duration since we've had from any first party game for for the last sure. three games. Sure.
1: And he, for, for people who are watch or listening and watching who don't know what Saga is uh, or don't have any familiarity with Game Boy era RPGs, what is this collection?
2: Okay. So, yeah, the like Final Fantasy Legend isn't really a Final Fantasy game. They, they, it was originally marketed as a Saga game where like, uh, like, which is kind of, I think, similar to the Mana series, but not quite the same. Yeah. I, I don't fully understand the Saga e- series either, but yeah, you know, it's, but they, since it was more turn based RPGs, more than action based, like, like Trials of Mana is are is are one of those verbs. Uh, <laughs> so. In order, in order to, to market it in the West, they're like, we need something with, with more recognizable. And at the time, the only thing that they had was Final Fantasy. And so they slapped Final Fantasy's name on it. So we saw we got it in the West as a Final Fantasy game, even though in Japan, they're not. Right. But they're still turn-based three, RPGs on the, on the Game Boy.
1: There's three of them. There's Final Fantasy Legend, Final Fantasy Legend 2, Final Fantasy Legend 3... Uh, i played these all on the game boy back in the day and guys a couple of takeaways from this number one they're extremely limited and number two they're extremely difficult all right so uh for me like when it popped up during the direct i was like oh that's cool but yes. then i don't know maybe closer to time i'll pull the trigger on them but i don't know that i'm getting
2: this yes. these are likely going to be games that you want to have a lap through uh, a walkthrough on your lap
1: Oh oh my gosh. Follow through when you walk one the, of the two. The, the translation errors and and dialogue alone make it way more confusing than it's supposed to be. All right? Like I I remember playing these as a uh, preteen like 12 13
2: and having absolutely no clue what was going, yeah. going and on. just with the the limitations of the Game away in memory space, you know, what what yes. they can what Japanese can show in a few kanji would require 18 characters of English letters. So they got to really shrink things down. And that's why we get the weird localizations.
1: Yeah. And I think this is one of those games too, where like everybody's name can only be four characters. So yeah. I was always like, Mart, like and when And that uh, really made me mad. Like I could either be Mart or Mary. Yeah, And <laughs> one of those is my name is barely there. And the other, I'm a different gender.
2: Right, so but like in uh, Dra- Dragon Warrior, awesome. when that came, was ported to Game Boy Color, uh, Erdrick wouldn't fit, you know, the English localization, so they used a, a f- version of the Japanese name Lotto. It's more Roto. Yeah. It was, you know, the Japanese doesn't really have a good R sound it gets normally lo- localized to an L, so we got it as Lotto, <laughs> and doesn't have the right same bring it to make, it as airdrub doesn't make any it doesn't make any yeah. sense. So yeah, uh, third drug no, no says not is, gonna lie, I totally thought this was the same as Final Fantasy Adventure, aka secret of mana. I'm like yeah, we got that last right. Year.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was on the mana
2: collection. Uh and that's funny because those are
1: two games that both or two series that both took the the Final Fantasy name simply to increase sales. So, but I, I love Final Fantasy Adventure way more than, than I love these games. Final Fantasy Adventure, <laughs> Adventure to me is actually playable.
2: Uh, any other games
1: that stick out yes. to you,
2: Jesse? The game that surprised me. Well, there's two games that surprised me about. Of one is I didn't even uh, think I you know were going to you're get about
1: that. To
2: say, uh, Poyo Poyo Tetris Two. I knew it. <laughs> like that is a I game that it. probably didn't need a sequel, but okay. I'm not going to get this one. I got the first one and was going through the story mode and got stuck on a high end level where I had to play Poyo Poyo against a computer playing Poyo Poyo who knew what they were doing and I didn't. I couldn't pass it. So, but you know, I know all the people are dying to play that game. And then the last game I wanted to throw out there as to why is Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythmic Adventure Pack. Like I didn't even know this. I, I, I knew that Taiko Games was like a rhythm game. I didn't know they were full fledged RPGs. Yo, know, I I need to know. I need to know
1: what the people who created this game were on when they said, "Let's make role playing games about living drums, I think running they around, lit one too many incenses." Quests. Like <laughs> y'all, and and I don't look. I know somebody has worked really hard on this game, but it looks like somebody made it in like Flashmaker, right? Because like all the, it's just these flat character sprites and they're just kind of sitting there. And uh, can, can we talk about how like the first seven minutes of this direct was all rhythm games?
2: Yeah, I noticed like that.
1: Rhythm <laughs> games and
3: tanks. <laughs>
2: Yeah, okay. so like yeah, I'm trying okay. to look it so up to see on. when the first release of uh, Taiko no Tatsujin, and it was in. And
1: when did it? And what what system did it come out
2: on? I'm trying to still find trying to find the system, but it, the original release was 2001. Okay, so I think this so was just the rhythm on only, not the RPG.
1: While while, while you're working on that, let's, let's Tim. What do you think? What did you think about this presentation? All right, like number one. Okay.
0: What did you think about and and what is what is uh, maybe a couple of games that stuck out to you? Sure. So I thought this was actually, it did start off, you know, rhythm heavy. Right. So I agree with you on that, which was, I thought was very interesting. And then, you know, they took a break from it and then went into the whole Just Dance 2021 thing. It's like, oh, more rhythm games. What was fine because I was watching it throughout and i was like as they started mixing in other games i was like oh they got they're starting to you know give something a little something for everyone at least i thought you know but then you know like you i saw a lot of people just blowing up about the you know this this mini direct sucks or or this was awesome but i think it's because of the different type of games that people play right so not not doesn't seem like there was it wasn't varied as much as i thought it was but it's Still got a lot of games that I know a lot of people are very interested in, including those uh, drum games you were just talking about. I'm not even try to pronounce that game, <laughs> but <Aww>. uh, <laughs> uh, but I know that was pretty popular when we we when we got it on the system. Might have been even GameCube, I think, because we got drums for it, didn't we? For or some drums, I mean them. Are you thinking of Donkey Konga? No. Yeah. It so, might be for for the so, GameCube, but I mean, so for whatever system was, I think we got actual, or they in Japan they did. I think yeah. we got actual
2: drums. Yeah, in fact, that the 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 Switch version of of the game that came that in Japan has a drum accessory that you can get with okay. it. So yeah, this sort of that is in the arcades. The first time it came out in North America was in the PS2. That it was just as a rhythm game, and the the RPGs were in Japan as 3DS games. So these are remasters of that that are now coming to across cool. um, across the ocean. But
1: Nintendo yeah, said that 3DS games were coming to the Switch. <coughs>
0: they just didn't <laughs> say which ones, yes. right? So essentially, you know, just going back to my original thought, I'm trying to keep that in mind when I was watching it. It was hey, there's something for everybody here is what I originally thought. Um, and then when I was looking back at it, because usually I watch it through and if anything sticks out to me, that's what I usually go with as my number one. And the thing that stuck out to me the most was not something I actually would pick up, but the Puyo Puyo Tetris 2, because I was also shocked that they came out with a sequel of that and was like, oh, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to like this. Because there's a lot of you know fans of both those games and that first game, I believe. So, um, But then when I went back to watch it, I was actually interested in the Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory game because of something they said, I believe, in the, the uh, trailer for it. And that was, you can watch all of the things from the previous games all so you can catch up on the whole story. You know, once you beat the game, or once you know, as you play through it, you'll unlock these scenes and all these cinematics, and be able to know what the whole Kingdom Hearts game is about, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah.
2: And that game's coming out on all consoles, uh, but the the Switch version is getting an exclusive eight player mode called Free for All. Yes, That's, could be eight That's players cool. with one Switch.
0: And uh, my son beat the Kingdom Hearts game, so he he was excited about this when he beat kingdom hearts three and i showed him this he was pretty excited about it so and then i guess they have that extra story in there or something like that too so um and then fuser even though i'm with you marty they didn't quite explain enough of that gameplay for that to get me to understand how i'm going to play it i'm still excited about the game because i i i like I, I, that I like here's thing like <laughs> what is it Right. <laughs> I was gonna
1: mention this like quick. during my part when I talk about this is like the, the thing about Fuser is I'm not I'm not mad about it like I'm not offended by it or anything but like what is it like right. I've yet to to hear what it is because like the the girl on the screen she's just like hey so I'm gonna make a mix with some friends yeah and this like, like, oh, is yes cool. and this is on. this and yeah. this is that and I'm like what are they it doing was so quick.
2: It's
0: like, is there
1: more to this? I didn't. watch somewhere.
2: This was a game that was previously announced in something else. I had it in my future games list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't remember it looking like it is now.
1: (laughs) No, and and here's the thing. Like, that was just the multiplayer. mode, And she made that clear. She was just like, I'm going to show you some of the multiplayer gameplay. So it's possible that the main game doesn't even look like that. But because it's harmonics, I think that it'll be all right. Because like, yeah. Harmonix has done pretty well. Uh, at least for me, Harmonix has a pretty good track record. Yes.
0: yeah, That's why I'm excited so, for it. Because I like, I, the, I, I am I like excited the different to, games they
3: have
1: for it. I, I, like kind of where I landed on this direct was watching it. And I think that like a lot of people had this with the last showcase. Because like I watched that one and I was like, oh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds. I love that. I think it's awesome. But that was like the only thing in it that I really went, wow. Right. I definitely didn't go wow over Shin Megami Tensei or whatever. Right. But this one I watched and there was nothing. (laughs) Like like, we watched it. I, I watched it on my own. And then I went home and I was like, I told my son, I was like, hey, uh, there was a Nintendo presentation today. Did you know that? And he was like, "Nope." And so we watched it, and he got to the end of it. And I was like, "So what did you think about that?" And he was like, "Minecraft Dungeons DLC was pretty cool." Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: and that was it. Right. And 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 he loves that game, and I love playing with him. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, we're excited about that. But that was literally like the only thing in the whole presentation that I went, "Wow, I'm really excited about that." Because. Yeah means we get to play more. But I'm looking through this list even right now. And uh not a lot to be excited about. I was gonna about, say too but...
0: towards the end of it, uh you started getting towards things that they already announced before too. So there was like a few things yes. that I didn't hear about, especially that uh big rumble boxing creed champions, that was another thing that jumped out. I was like, oh that's cool, a boxing game on the Switch, you know. So that was interesting that, to see. Yes,
1: I, like here's the thing: what what I'm trying to communicate here, and I hope I'm getting it across, is that I'm fine with all of these games. I'm just not going to get a lot of them. They're not for you, right? They're not. And something they're you're not for me. And if honestly, if this is the rest of the Switch lineup for 2020 and early 2021, um, I'm cool. Just like hanging out in my backlog.
3: Right. Like, <laughs> well, we if know it's,
1: this is we know.
3: I know. Is I,
1: like, I'm still holding out hope that the Mario game's coming, that, that Mario, super Mario 3d all-stars is a thing. Oh, I uh, and
0: I, I don't know. Well, but, they did say there's like, going to be I, more of the, this, um, the partner directs, uh, yes,
1: even For this sure. year. Yes. So I think that as far as length, And the amount of games shown and the tone and the pacing of it, it was excellent. It just didn't show me what I wanted to see. So Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lower its grade because of that. I'm gonna give it a B plus. I'm not and I'm not giving it a B plus because of games. I just I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm lying Mm -hmm. and I'm (laughs) giving it a B plus because of games. But like it just there was nothing. Like super blockbuster that like jumped off like yes. like the thing is is if I'm if I'm judging it by that then the announcement of Shin Megami Tensei three getting remastered and then finally updating us on five was a blockbuster for a lot of people in the last one right there wasn't right. anything here like that like I, at this point I don't think you need to announce Just Dance every year just put it out. Like, there's nothing you right. can do to, to, like, make any... Like, the people that are going to buy Just Dance are going to buy Just Dance. They're going to do it every year. It, it's just going to happen. Like, put the ad out. Hey, it's available in a week. And boom, you've sold it. So Not a one big of the, deal.
2: One of the games they mentioned, which has a little asterisk by it, you know, th- that they didn't mention in the direct, and I kind of dug up doing my own research, uh, Captain Tsubasa Rise of New Champions. The the soccer game it was game just that it they like had. a
0: little sizzle reel, in there right? yeah it was in the sizzle yeah. reel at the end
2: yeah it was it was the it was the end of the sizzle reel the one about uh, soccer um, it comes out tomorrow but if you look on the eShop, it's called Captain Teposs the Rise of New Champions Month One Edition so and in the description it says you get the game plus you get a few extra items that you normally wouldn't get so my I'm thinking that in on September 28th they're going to patch the game to turn it into the regular game, and then delist the month one edition and re- relist it as the regular edition. So anyone who buys it then do not get the extra bonuses. So, if-
1: or are they going to release it on another platform after a month? does do, do we get like Switch exclusivity for a month? Uh-
2: I don't think so. I think it comes out in every system tomorrow. Uh, It's just, just if you buy the game within the first month, you get a few extra weird items, and they're all. It's like they didn't even look all that impressive what they give you, like different skins or something. So, just so if anyone's interested in that, just keep that in mind what they're planning on doing with that. And then the last game they mentioned was Crystal Chronicles Remastered. It's coming out I, I everywhere just
1: want to mention this before. It's coming out everywhere tomorrow, and uh, I found that I googled it for PS4, and it says purchase this edition, available until September 28th, and you get the following content, and it's basically uniform and goal performances. Like, you right. score a goal, you get this. Because there's, there's like a big, uh, there was a big
2: emphasis on the create a character. Like, you can create this yeah. character. <laughs> of which all the faces are the same. Yeah. I'm like, that's <laughs> it looked silly when you had five people all on our line. The out looked exactly the same except for the hair. I'm like, <laughs> anyway, so you know, the the last thing they mentioned was C- crystal chronicles remastered, which you know, we knew it was coming. It came out today. And it's well, just wanted to throw out there that that was another game that I was on the fence on because I, I remember trying the original game, but at the time my, my son was like six or seven. So he didn't really get it. So we didn't get far. And it isn't really a game meant for it to be played as one person, but I saw the price. I think it was like twenty bucks. I'm like, okay, for twenty bucks, I'll throw. I'll give that a try. So I, I did purchase that. I just haven't had a chance to play it yet. Again, in addition to pre-ordering Saga Collection,
1: nice.
0: I picked. That uh, up.
1: Yeah, I did. I've not bought anything from this from this uh, partner showcase. Uh, if if I do end up getting anything. It's going to be Fuser, but I need to find out what it is first.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> and I will most likely purchase, but never touch Just Dance 2021 because my daughter wants that. And that'll probably be a Christmas game for her. There you go. And Minecraft Dungeons DLC is already bought. My son paid for the pass mm-hmm. with that. There you go. So I'm not not going to buy anything from there. Um just real quick, we let's talk about this. Let's kind of dovetail this with another presentation that went on this week. Oh, wait Gamescom's
0: a night. Sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt. You gave your grade, but Jesse and I didn't give our grade yet. Oh. I, <laughs> sorry. I thought you had. i say B plus.
2: Yes. I'd just say about a B. Yeah, again, nothing, nothing nothing upset me, but nothing thrilled me either. Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: And I'm about to be as well, uh, because of what you mentioned, Marty, in regards to not having anything that book ended it, essentially the, the jumps out, at least for me, uh, didn't jump out and say this awesome game will be coming. like, if they would have started with Kingdom Hearts, Melody of Memory, and then at the end, like, oh, the trilogy is coming out at the end of the, you know, uh, this, you know, that would have right. been like, okay, yeah, that, that would have been a big. That well, would have been a big one or like a the,
1: like a one more thing. Yes. Right?
0: Like the it, or because let the, me ask the, you this.
1: Would it have changed your grade then for both of you? Because you both of you are saying there wasn't that like big one more thing. What if Kingdom Hearts the the rhythm game had been at the very end?
2: That wouldn't have changed anything.
1: That we already knew. And what, and, well, well I didn't, we hadn't known about I, it. I, I didn't know about. Big, I
2: didn't know deal? about that game. I, that was, that's that's new to me. But it's not a game I'm interested in, so that wouldn't have changed anything.
0: Okay. I yeah, you know, we, we already knew that that so that wouldn't have changed anything. But the other example I was going to give too is we had that recent uh, DC thing going on. I'm surprised you know a lot of people were looking for a Batman trilogy. Oh that come. yeah. You know that would have been that awesome would have been good. So, I,
1: I think there needed, like I was, I was really expecting at the end that one, one more thing. Yeah. Right. Kind of so like they, they did with the indie that.
0: showcase. Yeah.
1: But who knows? So I'd already mentioned this and we kind of went back. So that's a, let, let's just say that that's a solid grade of a B for this because you guys took away my plus, uh, by your average <laughs> Bs. So that's okay. You're welcome. That's all right. Um, Gamescom opening night live was today, tonight, whenever. uh, This is tonight, Germany Germany time,
2: so it was our afternoon.
1: During the day for us. uh, Let's just talk about some of the Nintendo things that were revealed at this because there were actually announcements made uh, for Nintendo. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution Complete Edition is going to be coming to Nintendo Switch. This is the Jurassic Park... Simulator, right? This is like where you build the park.
2: I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> this it sounded like this was a game that's somewhere else already. I just have no idea where. I never looked into it. I, I, love, it.
1: It. I love it. I was Like, yeah, what is this? Uh, yeah, it's already out. It's on PS4, Xbox One, and Windows. Yes, Numbers. you. Uh, it's a built. It's a it's business about two simulation. years old.
2: June twenty. Yeah. So
1: this is this is like the definitive edition. So that means you're getting, like, all the DLC and all that stuff that's come out. So you, two can create a park where Tyrannosaurus Rex eats small children, all from the comfort of your Nintendo Switch. I, I love it. Um, WWE 2K Battlegrounds was shown off again uh, during this uh, presentation. Warframe Heart of Deimos expansion was shown off. And in troubling news, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga Complete Edition has been postponed to spring 2021. But did any of you guys see the trailer for this? Not yet. I haven't been able to watch it. Oh, yet. my
2: gosh. Guys. Yeah, I, I watched, right I watched the whole done, thing.
1: Now, right after we're done filming, Tim, you need to go look at this because to me, and I may be wrong when I say this, like I'm am a I'm a huge Lego game fan, and Star Wars Lego is what started it. It looks like they've rebuilt these games from the ground up.
2: Oh, yeah. There's definitely not just a reskin of the PS2 game.
1: Yeah. This is, this, like, there's new control elements that were introduced in the Force Awakens uh, game, like cover, like where you had to take cover and shoot at soldiers and do all kinds of stuff. Like, I think this is a necessary, wonderful delay uh, because it looks like there's been so much love and care put into this game that it's going to be really something special. I, I'm really looking God, forward to it. I'm, I'm disappointed I've got it's not already. coming out. I I'm it's disappointed free-order. it's not coming out, but uh, I, I'm i looking forward to spring of next year. Uh, Struggling was also mentioned. So, this released today on Nintendo Switch. and That is
2: weird you know, looking.
1: I don't know what's going on in this game. It's uh, but yeah. <laughs> We were watching it during the Indie Direct and my daughter went. That looks like the devil. <laughs> I was like,
2: "What, <laughs> what, what in the world?" Like, what was that game that you, you played, it, Tim? You uh, know, like the, the, the inverse horror game. Oh yeah, where you were the oh, monster. carrion. Carrion. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked like carrion, but on a smaller scale. Where you're, you're just yeah, this. You, you look like a geo dude, basically, uh, but and, made
1: out of flesh.
2: Yeah, and so you just you're. The central mass with arms, and it's like physics-based puzzles to get to the end of the course. I'm yeah, like um, what?
1: Mm, mm, huh. I'm not.
2: Uh, not. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. I, did, yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't even know. That's... Like I don't
1: even know what to. I don't yeah. even know what to say about it.
2: Yeah, it's available today, so, but I'm not getting it. <laughs> it's available today, and yeah, I was
1: reviewing that. Also one. coming. Also coming to <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Is
2: Spellbreak? So I, I think is, Keeley said that this was coming today, but then it didn't. At, at the very end of the trailer, it said September third, and uh, I checked on Nintendo website, and it says it's September third. There you go. Uh,
1: so it is a multiplayer uh, action spell casting game, where you play as a battle mage.
2: So like a, uh, Overwatch I'm, with spells. The thing is,
1: I don't. Yeah, like I don't know. Um, anything about this, because I didn't get to watch the Gamescom stuff yet, but is that pretty much what, is it like Overwatch?
2: That, that you're, you're that's sp- kind of what I got. It's probably oversimplifying it, but it's kind of what it looked like. The art looks good. I'm on the
1: official website right now. It, it, I It's free to play, so uh, I may check that out. Um, also announced for the Nintendo Switch, a game that I passed by in uh, rental stores for years and never picked up but I always went, hmm, I wonder
2: is Turrican Yeah, I don't even remember Do you this guys one's ever about. play the old, the old Turrican? No. When they talked about it, I don't think they mentioned it was coming to Switch uh, in the show, but it was confirmed in tweets afterwards that it is coming to Switch. So that's why I gave it a highlight. So, if you
1: go and, and read about it on its Wikipedia page, Turkin, this is from the Wikipedia page, I'm, I'm actually quoting this, can be best described as a cross between Metro, Metroid and Psychonix Oscar.
2: Okay, what's the latter? Which I
1: don't know what that is. <laughs> it says, while the huge levels and the morph ball function were inspired by Metroid, overall graphics, design, and weapons were inspired by Psychonix Oscar. So... It's kinda like Metroid. You're in space. It's a it's a Castle Roy, Tim. Nice. I'll Turkin is a Castle Roy. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's uh apparently this is a brand new game that's coming out soon. I don't know anything else about it, but we just know that Turkin has been announced and I like saying Turkin. 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 Tur- turrican sounds like something that, that goes on in the Gulf where the wind blows and the <laughs> rain falls. <Turcane. laughs> getting a It's yeah. like a tornado and a hurricane together. Yeah, it's a turrican.
2: Yeah, that, I just looked in the, Probably, in, yeah. on the the Nintendo site and that game isn't listed yet, so I don't know when it's coming out. Not
1: yet. Not uh, yet. One thing that I was disappointed from this is that... Um, Doom Eternal is receiving its first expansion, The Ancient Gods Part 1. Still no mention of when this game is coming to Nintendo Switch. Uh, right. Sam already called it, remember? It's Halloween. It's coming out on Halloween. I don't think it's coming on Halloween. <laughs> I mean, Pikmin is the Halloween game this year, Tim. coming well, well, out on Friday. Parties can come out with games that will come out Halloween. They can, Halloween. but I, like, I know Sam likes to make predictions, but like I, I'm going to make a prediction here. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. Doom Eternal is not coming to the Nintendo Switch. Okay. That's my prediction. They just can't do it. Uh, that, that it's gone quiet,
0: and I think I mean, that's why. Coming to Switch Pro.
1: It could be coming to Switch <laughs> Pro. Let's talk about that. Because uh, this week, this was our highest voted on topic on the Show to- show Topics poll over on Patreon. Uh, and I know we're dipping into rumor territory, but we'll we'll hit up some other rumors, uh, hopefully. No, we won't, actually. It's no, we'll... the only rumor. Yeah. Just play the music. Might as well. There you go. Spoopy rumors. Uh, tons of media outlets reporting this week that Nintendo is at work or is working toward releasing a new iteration or brand new switch in 2020. Uh, This first came from Taiwan's Economic Daily News, but then it was reported by Bloomberg.
2: And that's when more people uh, started paying attention to this.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Uh, Production is supposed to start early next year uh, as manufacturers right now are working on meeting demand for current switch hardware. Um, Now, in our notes here we want to put things in perspective that the new 3DS came out around 4 years after the original 3DS launch which means that March 2020 will be what
2: 2021
1: March 2021 March 2020 is already come and gone yes March 2021 will be what
2: 4 year anniversary of the switch
1: a 4 year anniversary of Nintendo Switch. Gentlemen, I'm going to ask you before we get into any more of the nitty-gritty of this rumor. Is there fire where there is smoke this time?
2: Uh, at first, I was thinking I'm still pretty skeptical until we, you know, talk about more of what I dug up. I'm assuming what you're talking about being the nitty-gritty is this l- is starting to sound more plausible.
1: That's exactly
0: what
2: I mean.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Tim, what about you? You, you?
0: you think this is... Is it
1: I think happening? This is
0: going, I think this is going along with what we've talked about before and I've mentioned before is that COVID has definitely slowed things down for Nintendo, right? So uh, whether they were going to do this or not four years later or if they were going to announce it sooner, we don't know. We'll probably never know until, you know, 20 years from now. I don't remember
2: where I read it from, but I thought I heard spread somewhere that, you know, you know, remember Animal Crossing was originally supposed to be a last year game, but got delayed. The, the Pikmin was originally supposed to be in that slot. (laughs) Yeah. But then got Emily Rogers. Yeah.
1: Emily Rogers coming through saying that uh, Pikmin was, was supposed to be
0: the March game, the spring game. Right. For Nintendo, so everything got um, pushed back, and I know that. that yeah. last year we had a lot of the rumors about two new Switches coming out, which was the Pro and the Mini, which became the Light. Well, with, with yeah, the, one being the Light and the Pro,
2: and it, we assume just became Switch yeah, updated v, in, Switch yeah. Mark Two.
1: Uh, updated yeah. Switch SKU, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right.
0: So, well, which could have been just what could have been many things. So, but yeah, I, I think definitely there's, now that things are starting to roll back into place, that this is definitely something to be aware. Of.
1: The only thing that I would think would be contrary to this is that prior to the pandemic, when things were still operating normally, Nintendo had already said there will be no new hardware release this year.
2: But this isn't this year.
1: <laughs> I understand it's not this year, but saying that it was yeah. pushed back Oh. Due to the pandemic, I, I don't think this was I, pushed back a counter- to the pandemic. I think this, advocate. I
2: think the four year mark is right on schedule because, yep. yeah, you know, when, when they said that, I'm like, okay, that means March 2021, we're probably yeah. going to know something.
1: Well, today yeah. over at mynintendonews.com, a news article was posted that Nintendo has uh, filed some new information, or there's been a new filing discovered for future system um, RAM and CPU changes.
2: This is so, with the, F- the FCC, which is, yeah, this is with a FCC, requirement so for, the for devices that can send and receive signals.
1: Yes. So one way we could look at this is that they're simply updating the innards of the switch again. The other way that we could look at this is it is a brand new switch, which has updated innards, but also has some other things that are updated as well. The the filings refer to uh, four different things. Uh, The change of system on a chip, the change of memory, a change in the CPU board due to previous changes, and then it lists that there is... This is the important part, I think. Since there is no change in shape of the enclosure, and component layout related to RF characteristics, including the antenna between the original model and the new model, the SAR or specific absorption rate testing on the new model is not required and it is waived. Jesse, what in the crap is SAR testing?
2: I didn't know until I researched it. It's basically, it tests the radio frequency magnitude of how, what, The the item can absorb, you know, versus you know whether it does it bounce off or does it eat it type of thing, Um, and it's a measurement measured in watts per kilogram. But other than that, that little mumbo jumbo, I don't know much about it. (laughs) Awesome. But to
1: me, what that is saying—that specific sentence that mentions this SAR testing—it says that the enclosure and component layout
2: is the same. Yeah, so the same case where the antennas are for both Wi-Fi, for Bluetooth, et cetera, are unchanged. So, so to this, me,
1: what this says is n- new updated SKU. Yeah,
2: this this, this says switch. switch Mark III to me. This is not a new generation. This is something that will be completely backwards compatible with with everything so that's previously come, come out with it. Just uh, more you know, probably more internal memory, you know, like the 3DS versus new 3DS. It bumped the processor, it bumped the memory.
1: Yeah, well, and we see that here, there's new, a new, it says change, but we might as well call it new, right? New board, mm-hmm. new uh, change of system on the chip, new memory. Um. So what's the likelihood that this is a new switch, mo- like a, the old function, form function switch, with a new dock and brand new Joy-Cons.
2: I think if it was new Joy-Con, then they would have to, they couldn't have waived the SAR testing. So I think the Joy-Con and everything with how the antennas work and are oriented, if them being unchanged, I don't think we're going to get anything new there. Okay.
1: So that would also say there's probably not a new dock.
2: Probably not then a new dock. Well. Yeah, this is not going to be your 1080p uh, handheld dock to 4K. That will like that won't be until the next generation, if that even happens. I still maintain that, and and I'm fine if they
1: do this because my Switch, my OG launch day Switch, is it's on its last legs, right? And I'm waiting to see what this is until I make a move. Yeah.
2: Mine's getting close uh, too. It's, and I mean, I, I do plan on getting Mark three when that comes out, I skipped the Mark two. Yeah.
1: It, this like, this is like, I can find the new Mark II stuff. Uh, the pretty regularly now, at least twice a week, my Walmart's getting shipments and we're in rural West Tennessee, you know, small town America. So I know they're out there. They're meeting demand. I really need to upgrade. Cause I've already replaced the fan on my switch once. And it still sounds terrible. Um, but I'm going to wait and see what this is because who knows at this point, right? And who knows how many times Nintendo is going to let me move my Animal Crossing save. So uh, if I get the, the the version two now and I want to upgrade to the version three, if it's really something different, then who knows if I can move that? Who knows if I can, you know... What, personally, what I would like to see is what I've said before, let's have the light, let's have the regular and the switch pro be a dedicated TV only home console. We've already violated or or broken the name of the switch with, (laughs) with, with light because it doesn't switch. Right. It's, it, it doesn't, there's no switching going on there. It's, it's just handheld. So the obvious other option is, If you want more power, if you want more precision, if you want more internal memory, then you just make a home console. And you keep it congruent with all the branding because they don't need another name. Dear God, they don't need another Wii U. Right? Right. So they call it a Switch, which tells people at the store that don't know video games, this plays games that say it's for the Nintendo Switch. You can play them with all the systems, except for the fact that this game says only for Nintendo Switch Pro or Nintendo Switch Home or or whatever it is. You know, just and like Seat not Chronicles when it came out on 3DS.
2: Yeah, and if they do that, you know, it'll likely be very few games that will require that, just like the new 3DS did. Uh, I think they... Like I think that, that they do that as a strategy to win over third parties,
1: because I think your Nintendo That's games fair. will play no matter what. But I think they do this to lock in the the EAs and the uh, you know whoever like who's doing Doom and all that, so that they can get that that as close as possible
3: but, to yeah.
1: at least Xbox One, PS Four. I'm not opposed to such a
2: device. And depending on what they do with it, I probably, I may be, I may even get one. Uh, But, you know, the thing that they have to watch out for is if they do have something that is at at least 1440K, if not 4K, uh, or 1440P, if not 4K, is they're going to need to do something about internal storage more than 32 gigs. Oh, absolutely. Because those, the higher, higher resolution games require, those textures are. More space.
0: So there's a couple Personally, things that I, think- I read that about those two in, in those things. There's the chip that I understood, if I understood correctly, that NVIDIA makes that allows you to, if I, I don't remember the exact terminology, but it was like simulate 4K so that it could up-res to that if you docked it to the TV or something. It was, so it wasn't necessarily you had to create the games in 4K. But it oh really yeah, helped. it's it's upscaling. You know, TVs. Uh, you know, yeah. no, most TVs will do that now
2: anyway. It'll. Well, know, I guess
0: there was something in the chip that would help with that with with games too. Kay.
2: So okay, yeah, the, the chip may r- render it in fourteen forty p, which will then make it easier for the TV to go to four k. Right. Even though it's thing- even though it's still being rendered at ten eighty p,
0: it can be st- upscaled to
2: pretty much right. anything else you want.
0: And then the other the other thing that I remember reading a while back when this r- rumor first started coming up uh, last year was that uh, Sharp had a uh, display that Nintendo, I think, was going to use or had started using or whatever. I think it was rumored or speculated that they were going to use Sharp's new tech uh, screen technology, which was low energy, uh, didn't take much battery power, but could display display. Uh, higher resolutions Um, so those two things i remember reading before there's other things i thought could potentially show up on this switch pro if you will Mm -hmm. and one other thing too i wanted to point out in the poll that i posted on the nintendo dad's twitter for if a new 2020 switch is true do you hope it is i had four options which was backwards compat switch two which i doubt it was going to be in the first place but i put it out there I had Switch Pro, but still hybrid, and then Switch Pro home base only, kind of going with what you were wishing for, Marty. Um, and then another leave comment, please. Uh, and out of the 93 votes that we got, uh, 54.8% voted that they wanted the Switch Pro still hybrid. So that's the thing they wanted the most. Next up was the you know 29% for backwards compat Switch 2, and then 15% for Switch Pro home base only.
1: The, the only thing about it being a hybrid to me like as I think about that is that I think it still limits what Pro could be if it's still the hybrid model, right? I think that there is some point where they have to – like you have these two handheld models, and there's a point where if you're going to get a, a certain level of graphics and performance – that you're going to have to sacrifice the handheld nature of it because there's only so much you can cram into that little device, right? There's only there's only so much you can cram into this
0: <laughs> as I well, hold up my switch. I like the idea because uh, we talked about this, speculated about it before, especially when we were talking about the light and the potential pro before was that, and even now with the light, We wished that it was easier to transfer games or transfer saves or whatever between systems with the more powerful system in the light. I think that a home base would work if we had something to where it was easier to transfer or in the cloud or whatever. You can easily play one game from the home base device and then go on the road with the light that could still follow the switch method because you're switching between the two devices if you had decided to buy into it. But me personally, being, I love gadgets. I love the hybrid method of it. I know there's some sacrifices that come with it, but I like what I'm able to do with it by taking it, putting it in the dock, playing what I want to play there with some extra quality, and then taking it out, maybe losing some of that quality, but being able to play it on the go. And just using the same Joy-Cons that I was using to play with, I like those things. I really... And that's why I probably yeah. would prefer the well, hybrid.
2: Back in like 2011 or 2012, when the rumors of Nintendo consolidating the development teams, you know, it was, I we, back when we did uh, Roundtable podcast, you know, we kind of speculated on what the next... what that could mean. And we kind of pretty much came up with what exactly we got on the Switch. One of these days, when I have time, I want to see, see if I can find go go through those old podcasts and find what I said about it and see. That'd be awesome to see how close yeah. how close to truth yeah, I got five years before it released. To kind of come
1: back to what you were saying, Tim, like I, the Switch is my favorite video game system of all time because of the hybrid model because I'm able to take it. With me to meetings, or I'm able to play in bed, you know, and then take it to the living room and put it in the dock. But I, I guess what I'm saying is, I just think at some point you, you, there's a decision that's got to be made about right. Do we I want get, power, I get or do we want do we want Do we want to be on the go? Right. And uh, you know, I know Nintendo's ne- at least since the since the Wii, Nintendo has ne- not been in the power game, but. Right. I, I I think there's a point coming in the future, and I don't know where that point is, but I think there's a point coming in the future where they have to address the power game because the gap between them and what is able to be done with the Series X and the PlayStation 5 is just yeah. getting wider and wider and wider. Yeah.
2: Yeah, at the end of the Wii and, era, it, it it that yes, really hurt them.
1: Like that. Like that. Uh and yeah. I mean there was a there was a conglomeration of issues there at the, the end of the Wii year, like not being able to update games and all kinds of other stuff there. Uh that was that was yeah. just a big cluster. But and, and the thing is, is like as a Nintendo fan, I say these things because I don't want us to get back in that same position right. again, right? Like yes. I don't want us to be there. And I think there's some very simple steps they can take. It's just like, you know. What is the problem with having games that can only be played on the home version of the Switch? We already have games right now that are handheld only, or are, or, are, or, or, you know, like Mario Party. There's, mm-hmm. you know, you have to play it a certain way.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, they would have to be really clear on the box about what, yeah what it can and can't uh, they, do.
1: And they would, I think they would. I, I mean, I think it's a different coloring. I think it's. Ways of documenting. that. I think it's education at game stores yes. uh, and online of and saying you stores. can't play this on the
0: on the to go Switch. You can't do it. Well, it'd be the uh, same thing but, they'd have to do with, with the, what they did with the Switch Lite. Is clearly yeah. state you can't plug this into the TV, and still yeah. people you know try. And but. people still try it. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly
1: just guys like us still tried it. Uh, but does it work? I think it'll be interesting to see what's going on around march 2021 justin made a really bold prediction over on our twitter uh saying that the switch pro would launch in march with breath of the wild 2 as its flagship game uh and so you can mark that in the show notes there and uh see if that comes true because really i just want justin to be wrong once he's usually (laughs) right i hope maybe he'll be right about this that's a good thing
3: uh
1: but uh if you've got some some different thoughts about the Switch Pro uh, and what's coming down the pike, hit us up on Twitter uh, or on our Facebook page and let us know what you think. We always love feedback on topics like
0: this. Well, Marty, Let's, actually, uh, now, as a, you mentioned it, there were a few comments in regards to the okay. poll I did. If you want me to read those off, yeah, please our, do. From our followers, get so a couple of those. We uh, we got one from our Dad's After Dark show crew, uh, specifically John, probably because I know Drew isn't on there so much, but um, (laughs) he said that, I mean, there is no doubt in the world the next Switch will be perfectly backwards compatible with the Switch and portable, 100%. The big question for me will be how many games will be Switch 2 only versus every game having to support both. I'm all for Switch 2 exclusives. And he also said, I'd like to see the Switch Pro have more internal storage, at least 64, 64 gigabytes, but hopefully 128 gigabytes, improved Joy-Cons, a dock that does less damage to the console, and built-in online chat messaging. Then we've got, uh, any comments on what the, he
2: said there? I doubt the last thing will ever happen after what happened with Picto, not PictoChat, uh, what was the
0: Flip No. The Universe one? The me Universe?
2: It was, a, it was a DSi one, wasn't it, uh, I don't remember oh, the one Flipnote. Flipnote Studio. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. No, that's not it. I don't know. Someone will tell me in the chat. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, there was a an art an art program that you can use to share you know with your friends. Swap and
0: note. It was all said
2: Swapnote.
0: Yeah, Swapnote. Swap Swapnote. That's it.
2: That's yeah. it.
1: <laughs> and uh They're not ever getting going back there. Yeah.
2: Bad people did bad <laughs> things and that's why we can't have good things.
0: Yeah. That is true. Wait, that's a great summary of that. Uh, Alex, the Alex said, if it happens, I'm still filled with doubt. I hope it replaces base unit, offering faster load times, 4K visuals, and a hell of a lot more storage options. Even just an extension, H, uh, you know, HDD. No other changes. Don't segregate audience. Just optional for some enhancements.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't think they can do anything with the load times without getting off of cart nesty technology. You know, like the other systems are going SSD, which are pricey. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then the other person was making uh, um, comments in regards to all the speculation about 4K. Uh, To make it hybrid with the same or similar form factor, 4K is technically technically just not possible. I don't even know why people are expecting that. Even huge boxes like PS5 will sweat to get 4K 60 frames per second. So for a portable device, it's possible. Absolutely impossible while keeping it affordable. I'd rather see locked 1080p 60fps with improved visuals, textures, draw distance, etc. Backwards compatibility with current Switch games is a must. Improved Joy Cons would be nice too. But as I said before with the 4K thing, it's, uh, or we were talking about with the 4K thing, is that it is possible. Doesn't necessarily have to mean it's going to be on your handheld. Um, and it's just to help push it better to the 4K TVs, right? But a better a better GPU, even
2: if it's still running 1080p, can be used to store more objects in
0: memory for
2: that better draw distance. Yes.
0: But that probably won't happen until we get an actual Switch Two, not a Pro. <laughs> right? Maybe. So, because what I was talking about was Nvidia's article said that the CPU capability of that 4k thing i couldn't remember the exact technical terms they used but it would actually replace the need for a gpu because it would be all handled within the cpu i guess so but those were the comments that were
1: made you know when in Charlie Brown when the teacher's talking and it's womp, 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 womp. Yes. what you guys were just talking about that was yeah it was some serious <laughs> womp there I, Nintendo you Switch, start talking womp, about womp, your, womp, your GPUs womp, 4K, your womp, womp. and your CPUs and your teraflops and your megabytes and I'm still I'm still in, I'm still in <laughs> awe of the fact that teraflop is a real word that we use and like people stand on stage and use that as like.
2: And say it straight face, like, the Xbox Series X has 12 teraflops. Well, it's just different than a megaflop, by the same reason a terabyte and a megabyte are different. It's just a Uh, a bigger scale. My my whole thing is, was there not a better word? Hurricane.
1: You know, (laughs) a megaflop is like most DC movies. So, I'm just saying. Nice. Yeah, let's get back to the news because there's going to be some people mad about that one. Uh, (laughs) uh, Just a couple of little things we wanted to hit here as we go uh, and move on further in the show. Uh, It was revealed this week that the Game Awards 2020 will not be delayed, but it will be a completely digital event uh, Jeff Keighley was noted as saying he still wants it to be a live event versus something pre-recorded. Uh, how they're going to pull that off, I don't know. Other than just like him standing in front of a green screen, because it, like game reveals and all kinds of other things
2: that developers do is going to have to be pre-recorded, yeah. right? Because uh, even so. well, I think he wants it to be more like like the previous Game Awards where. There is a, a live stage show that then shows pre-recorded trailers and I, I understand yeah. that but you know even today's opening night live was pre-recorded because he's yeah. on a green screen stage doing whatever he does yeah. that wasn't rendered in real time i uh I'm just be honest
1: guys <laughs> like I cannot wait till we can get back to like just having events with people in a room. I mean, it's going to be great. Uh, But, hey, here's the thing. We'll still get our yearly dose of complaining about the Game Awards and Jeff Keighley and everyone else from video games journalism uh, toward the end of the year. So we have that to look forward to. Yay. Uh, Also this week, uh, uh, a court upheld Apple's delisting of Fortnite and will continue to until the next hearing in September – which means that iOS and Google Play, uh, or Google Android, uh, no longer have access to Fortnite at this time and are missing out on season four uh, because the apps can no longer be updated or downloaded. Uh, other apps made with the Unreal Engine are protected and should not be di- be dislist- delisted uh, as a, you know, as per that verdict. So as you have a Samsung yes.
0: phone because then you can download it there. Because they through the Samsung shop.
1: <laughs> oh, so Samsung didn't pull it, huh? Nope, because they're advertising it right
2: now. Samsung well, says uh, we yeah. still want that money.
1: Yeah, they <laughs> yeah they like money. Uh, also, in Pokemon Go news, voting for September and October Community Day results. Uh, 50% of the vote went to Porygon and will be September's featured Pokemon. And 40% of the vote went to Charmander and he'll be October's featured
2: Pokemon. The voting went the
1: right
2: way. Uh, I just wanted Porygon to be on top. After that, I didn't care where the other three landed. There you go.
1: Uh, Mega Evolutions are now live with special research called a Mega Discovery. So there you go. Uh, Let's talk about some quick events since we're talking about Pokemon Go. All right. September 1st, uh, you'll be able to get... uh, These are Research Breakthrough Encounters Weekly Rewards. Alolan Raichi will be available on September 1st. Uh, There will also be Legendary Raids where you can get Heatran, Cresselia, Articuno, and Zapdos. Did I pronounce those right, Jesse? Uh, Yes. I've been practicing my Pokemon pronunciation. We'll, we'll see if you keep going. Previously, <laughs> I had poor Pokemon pronunciation. Not as bad as Justin. Yes. That is... Oh, I wish we had had him here for this. Uh, all four of these Pokemon we just mentioned have a chance to be shiny. You can catch these about one every eight to ten days. Uh, they'll change out uh, throughout the month of September. Also, there will be Pokemon Spotlight Hour every Tuesday in September from 6 to 7 uh, you're, uh, on your local time. On the 1st, it will feature Evie. On the 8th, it will feature Houndour. On uh, the 15th, Tentacool. 22nd, Sphero. And 29th, Skitty. All of these can be shiny. Except for Sphero. Uh, of them that one get, can't be. Except for Spiro, yeah. Uh, 2X Evolve XP for some of these guys. There'll be a Go Battle Night on September 24th from 6 p.m. to 1159. Local time, you'll get 2X Stardust for winning battles. Uh, and special research investigate a mysterious injury or in <laughs> mysterious injury, mysterious energy <laughs> will start near the end of September. And the reward for this will be a Gen 5 mythical Pokemon Victini. If you already have Victini, you can um, research this new, uh, or researching this will get you Victini candy. And then on September 30th, you'll get the Meowth Balloon,
2: no, which will spawn
1: for Jesse and James encounters. The mouth uh, no, the Balloon no. goes
2: away on the 30th.
1: Oh, it goes it goes away on the 30th, right? They're blasting off in September yes. again. <laughs> also, uh speaking of events, Pokemon or uh, Splatoon 2 just held its uh, another uh Redux Splatfest and Chicken One in the Battle of the Chicken and the Egg, as it should be. I believe it was well over 51% or something like that. It's a two-to-one victory there. Uh, And there is a brand-new Smash uh, event that is up right now as well, uh, featuring featuring royalty, uh, or it's coming soon. And so you can check that out. Uh, And also a a Paper Mario event is coming to Smash as well with brand-new Spirits inspired by the Origami King. So keep an eye out for that if you're still chasing spirits in Super Smash Brothers. Let's talk about what we've been playing. You know, every week we get to this section and I scroll down in our notes and Tim has written a paragraph. (laughs) And I am envious (laughs) Because obviously he has a lot more game time than I do. Uh, So, Tim, let's talk about the 10 games you've been playing. (laughs) No, it's not 10 games.
0: What have you been playing? If you've heard uh, the Dad's After Dark show talk about our gaming styles before, especially when, uh, I think it was a couple months ago, it was just Jesse and I doing an episode um, where everybody observed that I play a lot of games, but don't finish them. And Jesse focuses on one game at a time. So it depends on your gaming right. style, right? So um, I did, you know, obviously finish one game that was a couple weeks ago. That was the Into the Depths, the Shinsukai game. But um, but I'm not playing that anymore. What I am playing is, of course, Animal Crossing with my family, like I do almost every day. So that's but a given. you will um,
1: never finish.
0: <laughs> that one i did finish that one uh, that one i rolled credits if you want to count that as finished but yes they will never finish um i played some of the jet uh samurai jack battle through time which i did a video of uh, or did a uh, stream of earlier this week um which then the weekend, youtube algorithm was...
2: decided to attack like yes. the fire nation and yes. uh but well, we fought back and won
0: Yes. <laughs> like, uh, this is a game, not, we're not trying to pirate or, you know, <laughs> lay claim to your cartoon show. But anyways, uh, of course I, I've been playing that, uh, and it's a good, so far it's been fun. It's a good hack and slash game. Um, and I know my son wants to play it more, so I might actually give up on playing that some more, take it off my system and sign into the game on his Switch so he could play it um so uh feria i've been playing that that's the card based game the card strategy game um that's a good game just to have on there that's one i'm probably not going to finish but there's a lot to do in it a lot of content um that i'm still trying to get through and um uh, just learn how to play the game and then hopefully i'll try to play the multiplayer soon but i can pick that up at any time it's a quick just pick up and play a a, a round or two on it Uh, one a game i picked up recently it's not new to our e-shop but it's human fall flat uh it's a popular game that i know a lot of people play marty you said your son's into it my son's Uh, he loves this game my son loves it too he couldn't stop playing it and then we had to make him stop playing online because he was getting angry at people being jerks on there granted you know i could i would be mad at them too but how he was handling it wasn't right so we had to kind of, you know, he's kind of grounded from playing online right now. So, uh, I felt bad for him, though, because, you know, being a co- being, we're in this, you know, COVID thing, he can't necessarily go out inside and play with kids a lot right now, because we don't know what they're doing as far as protecting themselves from COVID and all that fun stuff. The only time he gets to play with anybody is with his cousins. So and we they prevent- may throw him off a cliff in real life. <laughs> Hopefully not. But, uh, so, I downloaded a human fall flat so he would have somebody to help him with some of these puzzles and it's actually a pretty funny game I've been cracking up at some of the things that happens, but he's, I've learned how much he has played this game and he's like, if there was a human fall flat pro he was pretty darn close to it or he is one because he goes in and he's already reached a certain level in there. And then he resets it so that I'm up there with him because I'm too slow. I'm just still learning how to grab things with my wobbly arms and wobbly body. Cause you have to use, uh, the left and right, uh, the ZL, ZR buttons to, you know, grab on the things and hold on to them. And then you can, you use your, uh, joy, um, joy con sticks to be able to lift it up, put it down, move it around, all kinds this of stuff. game
2: sounds like a headache to me.
0: It is you know, ridiculous. Tim, while-
1: while you're there and you're talking about this kind of ragdoll physics game. Yes. Uh, there's a game I think you and, and your son would enjoy that's coming out on the Switch next week called Jelly Champs.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, and it's it's for pre-purchase right now. And it's, have you ever heard of Gang Beasts? Yes. Okay. It's Gang Beasts for Nintendo Switch. Oh, Okay. So you've got these jelly forms that you can dress up and change colors on and everything, and they're running around and you're beating each other up and you're competing to like be the last one on a stage. Like you're on a plane and you're trying to throw each other off the edge. Or So in this one, the goal is throw people off the edge, so it's a little more competitive, but it sounds like something that he would like and you would probably enjoy playing with him. I'm going to pick it up to play with my son. He's really interested
0: in it. I wrote it down. I'll check it out. Um, the other game I've been playing is Fortnite, because especially with this uh, recent update, the season four, chapter two, season four, with the Marvel Universe for the whole season. And that's... Last season I bought into it, but because of the spy theme, I think it was. Was it last season? No, it was the water theme. It was the one before that. The, yeah, the water theme. The spy theme was the season before that. Yeah. So I bought into the... To, both of them, I think, but uh, I didn't really get to do the challenges like I did before. But the Marvel one has really got me interested in, in the challenges. And I dove into it with my son today. And like I said, we like to do the creative stuff. But I also went into the boards to try to download uh, or try to um, do some of the challenges already. But I got some good advice from Marty. So I'm probably going to try to get some uh, victory royales next because it's been a while since I've tried to do that. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I got two today. Nice. And wasn't meaning
1: to, so that was the fun part. <laughs> that is cool. Uh, this is like I've I've gotten to where like the win is not as important as doing the challenges. It's not as fun as like exploring and doing everything yeah. and seeing if I can do it. And so I get yeah, pretty
0: far by uh, like, exploring. Like I I get it at least in the top twenty just by running around trying to find. Oh stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're not and in the action, kinda, so no one's hunting yeah. you down. Once exactly. once
1: you do it enough, you kind of start learning where the the chests and stuff are. Yeah. And where the loot's
0: gonna be and, and it definitely is a whole lot better. Right. Yeah, my both of my kids are in it too, so I'm sure if I can get good at it, maybe I'll get invited to help them out. <laughs> we could do some duos or something. Uh the next thing I I just picked up this week too, I didn't I didn't pick it up during the uh indie showcase, but I did pick it up eventually this week, and that was the Raji and an Ancient Epic. Um that game looked beautiful to me when I saw the the uh, trailer for it and looked like a fun gameplay kind of gave me a little bit of God of War vibes from like the PSP days when I used to play it on PSP, um, the portable versions of God of War games. Um, and it does. I did start playing it and some of the um, mythology there does re- little remind me a little bit of God of War when you learned about mythology uh, the Greek mythology when you're playing those games. This is more of, uh, Indonesian mythology. Um, which I'm learning a little bit about. So, which is really cool. And I've, I'm actually surprised on how much content is here. It, I shouldn't say content, but how much, um, is there as far as expanding the game because I thought it was just going to be another hack and slash game where I go in and I'm using the tools that the the gods have given me but it does have some of those mechanics where you can up your weapons by you get some orbs and then you can add them uh, to uh, to some you know some wheels and all that kind of stuff Um, that kind of mechanic where you can upgrade your weapons and to give get it to do more damage. So I was surprised to see that, a good surprise, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. So I spent a lot longer in the game than I thought I would last night playing it. I was up to like 1.30 uh, in the morning playing it. So uh, You must have liked it then. I, I was into it, and so I was like, okay, I have to stop here and just come back to it later. So
1: This game really grabbed me in the Indie Direct, and it's on my wish list because so much came out that we got codes for or that I got and we did videos for. Uh And I just didn't have time for, like, that game. But mm-hmm. it's it's definitely one. Like, here's the thing. Like, I want it for two reasons. Number one, it looks fantastic. And I'm glad to hear that it doesn't just it's- look fantastic. Oh, it is fun. Yeah. But the other thing is, is, like, I love that it elevates voices that you don't normally see developing games. Yes. Yes, uh, and is putting that on a platform, and I think that's important. Uh, and so, I, I definitely want to support that. And yeah, I'm, I'm, and I will say I'm this: not, like, I'm saying I'm wishlisting it, not to wait on a sale. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wishlist it until I
0: have you time. Got time? Yeah. enjoy it. I get it. I will say this: that uh, it is a slow buildup. so it's not like you get like action heavy right at the beginning you are getting story elements at the beginning where you're learning about what's happening to the character why she's on this um, path what she's doing why the gods have given her these gifts and all that kind of stuff it's slowly building up and that's why i'm surprised because what they show in the video is kind of like i think the parts that you think is mainly just story elements right but it's slowly building you up to learn about what the who the gods are what how, what their involvements are with this why they're helping you and um why you're so mysterious as well so some really cool elements to it and there's some basic things to it too that i know some people might maybe you know say oh this is basic you know uh it's not uh something that would uh make you think it's something new or anything like that but it, it's it starts like there's some things that start off basic like i said I, when i started playing the game it was just like i thought i was going to have a weapon and this is what i have this is what i'm going to use just and learn some new moves along the way but then later on i was in it was uh introduced that i would have uh the ability to upgrade those weapons which i was like oh okay cool this is this is awesome so but I'm hoping to be able to stream it too. I was going to try to stream it tonight before our show, but uh, I had some technical difficulties, unfortunately, to where I wasn't able to do it. But hopefully at some point between now and the end of the weekend, I'll be able to stream it so that people can see what it looks like. Cool. Uh, along with that, I hope to be playing also Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles because I downloaded that today. And i uh, uh, just mentioning that there's a couple of us in the community we're talking about playing together, John and Sam and I, we're talking about getting online and trying to play this together, so hopefully we can do that. But well, one of the things I like about this game is that if I remember correctly and what I remember reading correctly is you can play it individually, but anybody can jump in at any point. Um and you can play it with it's better to play with more people obviously, so you want them to come join in at any point. So you could, we could start off with, you know, John, Sam, and I, but then if Sam leaves, somebody else can jump in and so on and so forth. So so it's not always the same people throughout if necessary, if I understood it correctly. Is that what you understood too, Jesse?
2: Yeah. And then there is, there is a demo that works similar to like the demo from clubhouse games, where you can, you can start the game, get to a certain level solo. But after that, then you can only use it as a game client to connect to someone else's game to to do your own
0: progression yes. which i'm hoping i'll be able to get Sam to play with me as well but we'll see how frustrated he gets with that <laughs> um and then also i also downloaded uh West of Dead uh and hoping to play that cuz i know Justin has been playing it and it's what game i've been interested in and uh looking forward to jumping into that cuz i like the dual stick action there that was going on <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that video because that I, I remember that game being one that when it first was announced, I was like, oh, that might be interesting, but I don't remember a lot of it. It's been a while since we saw it. And then it just kind of was like, oh, it's out. There it is. Yep. It dropped. <laughs> so awesome. Well, Jesse, what have you been playing?
2: I I finished uh, Takeshi and Hiroshi. I started that last week, and I think I got through chapter three at that point. So uh, I, I did finish the game. There are seven chapters in total. Chapter five is no gameplay; it's just story. So there is basically like six gameplay chapters. Then the last two, I think, just really down to luck. To it, uh, and I. Played each one probably upwards to ten times each before I finally had a lucky run to, to win because because you have to get it you have to get finish the round with as much damage as possible to increase the joy without killing them and if you kill if if they don't do any damage then they don't get any to to the warrior then no joy gets added and the way the percentages work joy can be lost so those the one the ro- the rounds where i ended up winning i had a i had an early round in the set where he finished with one hit point left which gave something like 118 joy Plus the bonuses, the, the normal finishing the, the event bonuses. And then because it had one hit point left, I got an additional 100 bonus. So getting 250 points in that one battle made it the rest of it easy. I just had to be careful to just not get him killed. And so that's how I was able to beat the game. <laughs> so it's, it really isn't as much skill. You, you learn which monsters you can use. Together to increase damage, but you get know, the wrong RNG and you, you kill them. And see, is asking is joy the game's XP? Uh, not really XP. Each, the warrior does increase XP based on what you send at him to kill. So the more you send at him, the more XP it'll get. But the, you have to get so much joy out of five rounds. Oh, he's making a joke. Okay, <laughs> and the 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 closer the warrior is to death after each fight, the more joy he gets out of it. So that that's the balance is you can't just give him softballs the entire time, and you can't just can't you can't throw six slimes at him in the first round like I tried to do. Neither works well. Right, then I continued playing Dragon Quest Six: Realms of Revelation. Last week I said I had a hard time getting into this one and I had, I had to play it in many small bites. I, I got to a point where I was in the groove and get, got into the game again. So I'm like 35 hours in now. I hope uh, the problem here is I don't want to put it down to play other games because if I do, I'm not going to be able to get back into it. So I want to try to finish this before I get into other games. Keep explaining joy if you can. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so so, yeah. I think I'm maybe three quarters of the way in or two thirds. I still have a ways to go, but I'm getting close to the end. Uh, so just like Tim said, I'll, I'll mention some games that I bought and haven't played yet, which I, that I hope to be able to talk about in a future, uh, future weeks. So we got, I got Spiritfarer as, you know, I got it as a pre-release code, but again, I haven't had a chance to play it. The game has been out a week now, so I'll, when I do play it, I'll
0: do some. I'll stream it, and uh, do and have a uh, live yeah. reactions to it. Just like Marty, that one's on my wish list to hopefully be able to play at some point. <laughs> you know.
2: Okay. And then I did pre-purchase Collection Saga. I then I, I did purchase Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, and I haven't had a chance to play it. And the the last game I picked up uh, is a game that I. Played originally about eight years ago. It was Nero. A we a, it launched originally near the Wii U launch. Uh, Little Inferno. It's it's on sale for three dollars. So yeah, yeah, I'll pick that up. And my the youngest really liked that game back when it was new. When it was new, so I let her know, and she was excited. So I thought, sounds like she was planning on picking it up herself as well. Oh. Well.
1: All right. Well, guys, uh, I have been playing a ton of Fortnite. Uh, Really, that's all I've been playing over the past week or so. Uh, I started uh, toward the end of last week at level 28, and I knew the season was coming to an end yesterday. And I knew that I needed, I wanted to get to the level 60 skin uh, for last season, which was called Kit. It was a kitten in a robot that turned into a motorcycle that he could ride around on as one of his emotes. I was like, I got to have this. So uh played a lot more Fortnite than I'm usually used to, and uh, thankfully had uh, an XP boost or supercharge all the way through, and finished that yesterday. Got the skin, was done. Uh, and then season four dropped today, which is the Marvel... Uh, exclusive, like all the characters, all the skins you can get are Marvel characters. And so I sunk about two hours into that this afternoon. I'm already level 11. Uh, And uh, my son and I are kind of challenging each other. I told him earlier, because we were starting like at exactly the same time, I said uh, whoever gets to level 10 first owes the other one a milkshake. And he beat (laughs) me by 10 minutes. Oh, wow. He got to level 10 because I got a phone call and had to stop playing for a little bit. And then by the time I got back to it, he
2: was like, I'm level 10. Like, Proper oh, adulting costs you a milkshake.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Blame it on the phone uh, call.
1: That's right. <laughs> so uh, I've been playing Fortnite. I'm going to continue to play that because Iron Man is the level 100 skin for this season. So I'm I, I got to go all in. Like I'm a Marvel fanatic, so I gotta go completely all in on this. I've also finally been able to start Spiritfarer. Uh, much and, and the reason I didn't get—I I downloaded it and I didn't get to start it because I was trying to get to level sixty on Fortnite. So uh, yeah, it was after that was the done, same I was problem like, I had with oh, Dragon
2: Quest. I didn't want to stop. Playing I can
1: it. try this. I can try this out now. And y'all, I am in love with Spiritfarer. So good. Uh, is such a relaxing, super chill game so far. I'm about, maybe about an hour in. Uh, the art style has won me over. Um, I love that it's Animal Crossing meets uh, seafaring meets uh, platforming. I don't know how to describe this game other than it's, it's gorgeous. It's relaxing to play. Uh, it's got a ton of charm. I'm really, really into it. And so... Uh, and I'm not that far into the game. So I, you know, I don't know a whole lot about what's going on, other than your character has been put in the position of taking over for Caron, ferrying souls from the land of the living to the land of the dead. Uh, and she has a cat with her that you can pet whenever you want to.
0: Yeah. That's nice. That
1: pretty that cool. Game is- and on the on the boat. Like, you can build different things. So, so far, I've built, like, a room and a kitchen, and right now I'm working toward building a garden on there. So, like, what you're doing is you're building the garden where you'll then go get seeds, where you can plant the seeds and harvest the crops that then you'll be able to cook for the different spirits and make them happier. And once you, you know, have done all of their tasks, then they're ready to go into the afterlife. So, it's pretty cool. Uh, and it also seems, in a way, like it will be pretty emotional as well. Like there's a there's a lot of emotion wrapped up in that. So, because like one of the first things that the game teaches you how to do is that you have a hug action, and like the the different spirits need have to a hug be button, hugged like uh, at certain
2: times, like boy and his blob.
1: <laughs> uh not a hug button. No, okay. there's. Only thing that I really don't like about this game, and like again, not spent too much time with it, but it's a it's it's a weird thing. It's a weird control choice, and that is like you use the A button to do things, but then if you want to back out of those menus, you press B, right? Nope, you press Y. Why? Oh. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. It just doesn't make sense. I don't like it. It's a lot of why. Uh, I also picked up and played about a week ago, We Are Doomed, which is the new game from the creators of Graceful Explosion Machine. Uh, and if you're a fan of Geometry Wars or games like that from, you know, way back, I like call I remember playing Geometry Wars Evolved on the Xbox 360. It came with my launch version of the 360. Love that game. It is, uh, it's kind of like that. You're, you know, you are in the middle of all these enemies. The more you kill, the higher your multiplier goes. The longer that you kill, you know, like the more you're, you're able to stay in rhythm. Your multiplier keeps going up. You're getting a better score until you're able to charge like the super beam. And the super beam, like once you use it, it turns into like this gigantic beam that you can direct all around the screen and kill all these enemies. There's no bombs or anything like that. you just got to survive until the super beam. Uh, and then once you go past so many levels, every 10 levels, you get to a save point uh, and you can start from those save points. So like you can start from level one where I am, where I've made it to level 11 and you can start from level 11. The only problem is, is that by the time I was at a level 11, the first run I was, I had, you know, I'd been able to charge up my super beam and get a higher score and do all kinds of stuff a couple of times starting at level 11 starts you in the middle and it's really hard and you don't have any charge. And so there's pros and cons. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Plus it's super minimalistic. Uh, and it's kind of chill to just play. It's one of those games I really compared it to, and it's, it's right next to it on my switch. Cause I've been playing that recently too. Uh, it was right next to ding dong XL, which is a game I still play every now and then. It's like, oh, oh, I've yeah. got five minutes. I'll play this game, you know? And, uh, you just move things back and forth. It's just something you can pop into and pop right back out uh, and not have really invested, right? Like, not feel like, okay, I've got to sit. Like, even with Animal Crossing, which, you know, you get to a point where you're just doing your dailies, right, and that's it. And there I'm in for an hour, you know, if I go in. With with We Are Doomed or Ding Dong, I'm in for five minutes, right? Like, it's, it's – it's, just arcadey style gameplay. Wow, those colors. Which was kind of like Graceful, you know, it was kind of like Graceful Explosion Machine, but at least with Graceful Explosion Machine, you had levels that had objectives and different things like that. So, those colors are trippy. <laughs> I know, I love it. And and that's really the visuals of We Are Dooms is part of the reason that drew me in. So I like games like that. So. Cool. You go check that out. It's on the eShop right now. All those games are on the eShop right now. Yep. Uh, and I almost say mm-hmm. I am like to to add to my soon to be playing. Uh, I'd already mentioned this during Tim's time. Jelly Champs is coming out, and I can't wait to get this and play it with my son because we have Gang Beasts on the PS4, but that's not something we can play on the go or anytime. And so I'm just looking forward to playing that with him because we just. We play it and we yell at each other and we laugh and just a lot of fun. It and it's on pre-purchase list. right now. Oh yeah, Ooh, I didn't yeah. Cool. It's you can pre-purchase it. I think you get like two bucks off if you pre-purchase. I don't yeah. know. Normally it's
0: like eleven ninety nine or nine fifty nine right now. Yep,
1: yeah, dollar fifty off. So there you go. Well, that's what we've been playing. Let's go over and flip on the community spotlight, shall we? tons of interaction from our community this week which we love by the way. Uh, if you want your comment, question, whatever to be featured here on the show, there's lots of ways you can do that. You can post it on our Patreon poll every week for patrons. You can send it in on Twitter, you can ask it in Discord, you can send us an email or you can send us a good old voicemail and we'll tell you how to do that toward the end of the show. But let's get right into it. Mecha Dragon 101 asked this. Jesse, this one you've already kind of talked about this and so I'm serving this one up directly to you. Here it is. Why the heck does Square Enix need four months to port a bunch of Game Boy games to the Switch? At best, that Legends Collection should come out in a month, not at the end of the year.
2: Well, really, the the games are done because you know they're once you can pre-purchase them, you get a build on your system. It's just locked out. Uh, the part of it is probably so. I don't know how long it took when they started it. And I'm sure that they're doing some QA with the game to make sure that everything is still working the way it's supposed to. Albeit probably still janky, as I mentioned. Uh, But I don't think they would just slap a ROM into an emulator and say, have fun. Uh, So I I did a look at uh, howlongtobeat.com for the three games. And the the first one is about 10 to 15 hours. The second and the other two are... 15 to 20 hours, with the third one being up to 30 hours to be a completionist. So we still have, you know, 60 hours of content here that, uh, where I'm hoping that someone QA'd and at least debugged. <laughs> but, uh, you hope yeah. they did. Yeah. But so as for why aren't they just releasing it now versus December, I, I don't know. I don't know what the other games on the Squares calendar looks like. You know, it, they, they may not have a lot on the Switch, but they release other systems and PC and they do other things as well. So, you know, it would be great if the delay was because they were porting
1: the NES and SNES versions of Final Fantasy to the Switch. Which I'd is a okay. darn shame. I'd be okay that with this. We don't have yet. I think we need the American Final Fantasy collection. Uh,. Final Fantasy One, Two, and Three. I would just take that. I, I know that the others exist elsewhere. I know there's. Oh, so you're NES saying as as
2: a bundle to purchase, not something that to throw yeah. on NES online?
1: Yeah. I was or, thinking or NES on, online,
2: yeah, but I'd, on, I'd buy that still. It
1: it. Yeah, I mean, put it in NES online, but I mean, they could make people are clamoring for this uh, for the for the SNES games, especially. Uh, I I think it's it's money left on the table. For and I, I think that. I McCrum? mentioned it
2: last week, but I've heard other people talk about it too. That you know they'd be okay with just a port of four, but if they you know if they're going to do do something with six that they haven't done yet, you know do like a, a Final Fantasy VII type of remaster for six. Ooh, oh, that'd be <laughs> so good.
1: And, and you know, here's the thing: what they could do if they really just wanted to make my heart sing. Is they could they could call it the 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 super NES pack, right? Of RPGs, and they do Final Fantasy four, Final Fantasy two. We're gonna call it by the American names: Final Fantasy two, three, and Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger, <laughs> Chrono Trigger, the best RPG ever made of all time. Because I think I feel like it. it listen. If, if people don't think that Chrono Trigger is the greatest RPG made ever, you can meet me in a back alley, and we'll have a knife fight. And that right? Like, we'll that tie would be- our hands together, and we'll go.
2: And that wouldn't be the first time that uh, they've done that. Like, PS1, there was uh, two packs. One that yes. had PS- yes. Final Fantasy IV and another game, and then Final Fantasy VI and another game. One of those was Chrono Trigger. I don't remember which one was which, mm-hmm. but I, I bought both yep. of those. I want that more than like
1: y'all the fact that i cannot play chrono trigger on the switch there's something wrong with that they need to read they need to do that and then they need to make a new chrono trigger or just remap. there you go for your remaster just make chrono trigger chrono trigger remake i will (laughs) right now let's go now here's the thing I have it on. I have that. I have. I was about just about saying say, I have that, that on my 3DS. trigger on the switch. See, I'm playing with it. <laughs> you, know, you know what? Here's the deal <laughs> take the 3DS, dig a hole in the ground, throw the 3DS into it, use the switch to shovel the dirt on top.
0: Oh, I'm saying this is my switch. Done. This is my switch. I'm, I'm playing with my kernel trigger on my switch. See, I'm not amused. No, Tim. okay. All right. I, I, I sufficiently am. No, I'm with you. I wish I wish I could play Chrono Trigger on my Switch too. Yeah, it would be awesome. It would be fantastic. Chris
1: HL94 asked us this: When will Pokemon Home
2: connect to Pokemon
1: Go? Never.
2: (laughs) It's supposed (laughs) to. It's supposed to happen. They said it was in the plans, but they've made no announcements on when that'll happen. That's so all I'm waiting that's like everyone else.
1: Twenty twenty one Pokemon Home got the Rona. Just like everything else.
2: So just like Pokemon. I Sleep. guarantee
1: you. I guarantee you that uh that it's been delayed because of coronavirus. Everything's been delayed. Because of coronavirus. I mean it's it's just inevitable. You can say that now for everything. Um Third Strongest Mole over on Patreon asks us this. or ask me this, actually. Mega Man 11 came out almost two years ago. When are we getting another Mega Man game? I need my fix. Here's what I can tell you, Mole. We are getting another Mega Man game. All right? Mega Man 12 is happening, and here's how I know it's happening. Mega Man 11 sold over a million copies across all platforms. Capcom made a big fanfare of this, and they said at that time, Mega Man's adventures will continue. Now, let's just hope we don't have to wait ten years for the next one, right? Uh-huh. Uh, if they or, took
2: or Legends three style, situation,
1: uh, no, <laughs> uh, I didn't ever like the Legends games. They weren't. I didn't care for them. Um, here's the deal: they could remake, like they could make Mega Man games in the Mega Man Eleven art style and play style for the rest of my life, and I would be fine. Just new robots, new stages, Dr. Wiley battle, donezo. Let's do it.
2: Crank them out. I I know Game Explains Ash has said that, you know, he's up for either a Mega Man 12 or an X9. Just, he wants something.
1: Let's move on. (laughs) Uh, I will say I've been playing the the X Collection on uh, Switch. And uh, I really, like. I really enjoyed. I beat Mega Man X, Mega Man X two, Mega Man X three, and four. I really enjoyed uh, up to a point. Like it, when 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 Mega Man switched over. My understanding to the PS4 is that's where the series goes. The Yeah, when Mega Man switched over to the PlayStation, it kind of got janky after that. Janky is like our official word of this podcast tonight. <laughs> I like it. I like it uh tim you've got a question here from john
0: where do you get all those hats where do i get all these hats so i like finding hats that aren't all over the place i like the unique hats so i do go to like lids a store called lids or um other sports stores that will sell hats but uh I, whenever I go to a game, I have to buy a hat, especially one that I don't get to see in the stores. So when I go to I the park know or the court or the stadium, I have to buy a hat when I go there.
1: I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, and, and people who are just audio listeners, which we love you, by the way, uh, you're not going to like this is going to mean anything to you. But Tim, I don't know that I've ever seen the top of your head. I don't have a top of my head. That's why I have to wear a hat.
2: It's not rendered back there. <laughs> not rendered. Yeah. It's, it's,
1: it's, just, it's, it's like just, the Mario plush where they where they cut the hat off. And he's just bald underneath. Yes. I'm not saying you're bald. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't think I've ever seen you
0: without a hat. Yep. I don't. I like wearing hats. At this clothes. point, at this point, it would be weird. It would be weird because I mean, if, look, if I take it off. It's all smushed up Whoa. by my head. It's yeah. all head hair now. There is. I do have. I can't hear you at the moment, but I do have lots he of hair. He does up.
1: have a. He does have a, There is a. Uh, there is a part of his skull there.
0: I can <laughs> I said there was a lot it of does head hair.
1: Have yeah. a
0: full skull and hair. hair. Yes. Yeah. But uh, in the so video you game go to ones, lids. Uh, I go to lids. But the video game ones or other things, um, uh, pop culture ones, I'll say. Uh, will be like Hot Topic, Spencers, those type of places. That's where I'll go in, and if I see th- something that grabs, mm-hmm. you know, my grabs. What my do they eye, normally cost? It, uh, about around twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. unless it has a little bit more going on. Like, um, then it could be closer to thirty five. Stadiums, okay. unfortunately, the hats are a lot more expensive because you're buying the hat at the stadium. It's because so you're it's- there. Right, yeah, it'd be, like, be I mean, around you're, $35, you are in the heat of the moment. Dollars. Yes. Yeah, it's
2: the captive so, audience, they can gouge you and no one can do anything yeah. about it.
0: But yeah, like this one, I went to a Pistons game and got this. And this was uh, the day I went to the game was the first day they released the style hat. And uh, they had uniforms that matched it and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, give me that. <laughs> so I... I... Like, wear a hat maybe for
1: a collective week every year. So, like, you know, like, I don't know that I can pull off a hat now. A beanie, I'm pull off a beanie, yes. All right, like when it gets I, cold, I'll wear those more often. Too. I like a beanie when it gets cold, but
2: uh, like an actual hat with a brim or bill, uh, yeah, I haven't worn a hat in years. In fact, you know, probably going back to a little bit of the SCA playing that we that my wife does. I've told her that I would, wouldn't would mind having, like, uh, a hood and cloak. You know, seriously, for casual, mundane use. Yeah.
1: I think we, well, this fall, <laughs> let's bring cloaks back. Okay. Let's do that. Like, not a cape. I mean. like, an actual cloak. You I'm put in. it around yourself. You pin it, you know, so it stays on.
0: Yeah. I want it. I want an Aragorn cloak. Let's do cloak. It.
1: That's what I want. I want an Aragorn. Why did people start wearing, why did people stop wearing cloaks? Every, like every person who I've ever seen wearing a cloak, I've looked at and been like, that guy is B.A. Because, you know, <laughs> let's just be honest, like, he, he he's either a villain or he's got his life together.
2: Because, you know, like if it's, if it's a day that's a little chilly, say, 45 degrees. You know, I'm from Minnesota. That's a little chilly. That's not cold. Uh, before you say anything, Marty. cold muddy. down here.
1: That's cold.
2: <laughs> it's cold. So, uh, so I, I'm going to put something on, but all I have is a, a winter jacket. I don't want to wear the jacket. So I'll normally just kind of just drape it over myself. So I've got these <laughs> sleeves flopping around, but I kind of want that with no sleeves. And that would be, that's what I want. I
1: like the visual you gave. I so you know, so you don't I think it's time to bring back the cloak.
0: <laughs> it's time. Let's do it. I agree. Like I I I want the cloak, but with the hood. That's why I said the Aragorn one. Yeah, from yeah. You know, Lord of the Rings. So uh, yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm looking hood. up. Look, I'm I'm on Google
1: right now. I'm looking up cloaks. You how can did we buy get these on cloaks, by the way. Where did thirty six dollars? $36 on medievalcollectibles.com. And Tim, it's got a hood.
0: Nice. Send me the link.
1: <laughs> I, I'm doing gonna, it, running. I'm going to buy one.
0: Later on I'm this gonna year, we're all going to have cloaks and we're going to start with the episode with our hoods over and we can't see But dark We are. We are cloaks. starting a
1: brand new cult, right? We're just the Nintendo Dad's cult.
0: Nintendo. Uh, really? Dad. All you. Wow. <laughs> <Bam. laughs>
1: Uh you know, slamming the slamming the woodboard into our face. I don't know. Uh because of cloaks, we have now gone into Justin Levels of off the rails. He's probably listening to this, shaking his head, <laughs> going, Oh my gosh, that's what happens. Uh Hansen asks us this. He says, uh, okay, okay, I'll put my pitchfork and torch down. We finally got a Nintendo Direct Mini partner showcase. Not like this, Nintendo, not like this. Why? To anyone who found something for them in this direct mini, crates. Honestly, I'm happy for you, but I couldn't necessarily find anything for me here. Reashes ports, and musicals. I will not lie. Tetris made me double-take, although it comes with Puyo Puyo, but that was the only hype. I guess Nintendo just isn't going to do traditional Nintendo Directs for a while. Did you, Dad, see anything you're hyped for or interested in at this point Will the shadow drops for the main games be something you can get used to during the pandemic? What more can we expect from Nintendo for what's left of the year? At least I got my backlog that I can get through meanwhile. I think we covered this earlier, but I I, I wanted to read this specifically for his question uh, that we kind of didn't talk about this. But uh, he asks us, at this point, will the shadow drops for main games be something we can get used to during the pandemic? I think we've said, and several people have talked about, like Jesse especially, saying that a game's not going to be announced until it's gold. So do we kind of jump it off that question? Do we expect to see that again the rest of the year? Like, are we going to get one more game? Or can we get used to this? Do
2: do you like it? I'd, I'd expect still a November game and maybe a December game. Whether they'll be announced at the same time or not, I don't know. I don't think it'll be... I don't think they have enough information to do a direct. In order to do a a direct the way that everyone wants them, they need, you know, two good games to bookend it, and then 20 minutes of content in the middle. Uh, And, you know, first-party Nintendo, I don't think right now, has
0: that. At least not that they're ready to talk about. The president even said that... that president even said that, that they would be going back to it eventually, but they will be impacted by this, that something will yeah. change, that they will grow and, and, I guess, improve, if you will, whether we agreed of that or not.
1: My, my thing is this, is if there is a, another first party announcement coming or two for the rest of the year, like Jesse said, I think they could have taken all of these partner showcases and scrunched them up in the middle and just done one big direct. And for a lot of people, that would be enough for 2020, right? Like, it would be like, okay, we're still getting a couple first-party things, and look at all these third parties. I wouldn't Uh, be
2: opposed to that.
1: But I I think it's it's probably just a matter of go ahead. No, what I was going to say was I think that the reason we have the partner showcases is because the mob was clamoring so much, Nintendo caved and said, We got to show something. The other first party stuff's not ready yet, or it's been pushed back, and we're not sure if it's coming. So we got to have something.
2: Yeah. So what I'm and thinking that's why
1: we're getting these monthly updates.
2: Yeah. What I'm thinking Nintendo's doing is they don't necessarily know when they're going to release a game until it's gold. That's when they slot it in the calendar, and then that's when they start telling us about it. So, I like, I like yeah, that because the... because Nintendo is notorious for not doing crunch, and you know, right. I'm, yay, You're like the only company that doesn't. And there, mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm as a developer, I'm glad to hear this. And, and like, I like the partner directs. I like how it separates out what we can focus on and what do we expect from the partners, and it's not overshadowed by anything Nintendo could possibly do, you know. So it gives that floor to them. And then when Nintendo does drop something you can focus on, here's Nintendo's thing. And, and we do yeah. know
2: there's at least one more partner showcase coming. They said there was such a uh, yesterday. So they could bookend a November and December game if they're ready to, to talk about them. Nothing, nothing stopping them from doing that. Right.
1: Uh, Markham says this. Hey dads, wanted to get your take on whether or not you believe the rumors of the 3D Mario port still. They've been circulating for a while now to be connected with Mario's 35th anniversary. However, it seems the Lego set release may be all there was. What do each of you think of this? Do you believe it to be true and how much do you want these games? Personally, my faith in Nintendo going through with it is dwindling fast, yet I so want these games. that think it would be a great thing for Nintendo given the dry year we've received. It'd be a wonderful boost in morale and would make all the Nintendo fanboys and girls forget the sorrows of the sad Nintendo year. Thanks, dads. Love the show. Also, shout out to Jesse, my fellow Kansas City dweller.
3: <laughs>
1: awesome. So, uh, do you guys I know we, we mentioned this a little bit earlier in the show. Is it like at this point, are we getting this do you even want it? And and by by it, what we're talking about is a 3D Mario collection, supposedly consisting of Mario uh, 64, Sunshine, Galaxy
0: One and Two, possibly getting Mario 3D World as an alternate release. Do we remember how this rumor started? Is this just wishful thinking that became a rumor? rumor that people want this because the 35th anniversary is coming and then it's that whole situation where people are imagining oh this would be awesome if I, it happens I think and was, now they're going to be disappointed because it doesn't. I think there was and some legit smoke to do with, with this rumor
2: not as much as the Switch Mark 3 smoke fire relationship right. but uh, I, I think this might be more rumor than truth. I'd Nintendo like
1: to... keeps po- posting things about Mario Sunshine, though. Yeah, they uh... they keep posting little hints on their Twitter or on on their social media, or maybe they're just like.
3: They're I don't
1: think there's <laughs> uh, maybe they're trolling or like the other alternative thought here is they're just that stupid. And I don't think they're that stupid. Yeah. Like, I don't think that they're posting all this Mario Sunshine stuff and stuff with Mario at the beach and all kinds of other stuff to to be like, oh, we didn't know. But, and, and also on top of that, I don't think that they can get past Mario's 35th anniversary without releasing
2: a Mario game this year. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. I'd like to think it's still real and we'll see something, whether we see it November or early next year. I don't yet know. I'm calling that this is,
1: if it's real and it's coming, then it's going to be the Friday before Black Friday game release. Yeah, I I,
2: I think November target is the, the best time to target this.
1: But it would be nice if I knew about it now so that I can highly anticipate it.
2: Until then. And budget for it.
1: Again, to talk about our previous questions answer, they're probably not going to say anything about it until it goes gold. (laughs) And it may not be gold yet. Who knows? At this point, I'm fine with the Mario 3D Collection or Mario 3D World by itself. I'm fine with either of those. If they give me both, gentlemen, you may see me flying through the sky. Like...
0: With joy. With,
2: with a wigged with, with cap on? For me, it's yep.
0: if, if the collection has sunshine in it, I'll be very happy because I haven't played that game in so long. I want to play it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And I
1: played it on the GameCube, beat it on the GameCube, and have never touched it since. I own it. I've tried it since then. Like I've played it within the last year. But I was hoping it was coming to switch. I was like, I don't want to right. get too far in this. It might come up. It might, it might come to the switch, and then yeah. I've got to replay it there. You know,
0: it's like what anyway. I was with
1: the, with Prime
0: Metroid Prime.
1: Yeah, yeah. You might as well start playing that on the Wii.
0: But <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, I just well go ahead. because I, I tried. I tried, but hopefully that you if I started it. playing I you it, did. here's it, what you do: you,
1: you play it, you play it, and get about halfway through Echoes.
0: Yes. And then then it'll come out. Yes. Right. That's what it is. I need to play a lot further into it. I'll I'll do that. I'll take one for the team.
1: Somebody's got to play Echoes. I mean, (laughs) God, so (laughs) terrible. Michael Mancher says, Hey, Marty, as the resident toy collector, maybe Tim can also chime in here. Don't know how much he collects nowadays. What would you want out of a hypothetical Hasbro Nintendo toy line akin to Marvel Legends or Star Wars Black Series. What would be the first wave look like? Classic and modern, or modern looks, accessories, parts. The World of Nintendo line seems to be a dead end, and I think Hasbro would knock it out of the park. What say you? Uh, so I thought about this, and if it's going to be a line like Marvel Legends or Star Wars Black Series, then what you do is you adapt the Smash Brothers designs for all the popular Nintendo characters into action figures. And you give them all the accessories. Mario gets a fireball that pegs into his hands. Uh, the cap can come off. Uh, maybe you even add in, like, ears and the Tanuki tail uh, that can peg in somewhere. Uh, and you just... Like, you you really focus in on the, like, the detail work of the clothing and things like that, really, like Amiibo has, except they're posable. And uh, I would think, too, that a lot of these need to come with some kind of display stand. And I think it would be a great idea to do uh, a build a figure in each wave. And so you make that one of the big villains. So your first wave, you know, you do Mario... Link, Samus, maybe do Kirby <laughs> because it's, it can be small, and you can pack. You can pack uh, Kirby's box with accessories, right? You can have like the star and the, a cloud and a Waddle Dee and all kinds of stuff. But then the build a figure is Bowser for the first one, right? So you've got head, torso, arms, legs, tail, and shell that come with these figures. So you get about five or six for the first wave. You see how it does, and then you from there you know maybe the next build a figure could be Ganon, uh, or the next build a figure could be Ridley or, or something like that. But I definitely think I, I love this question because that between Amiibo and World of Nintendo, there's a huge gap uh, that exists for collectors who really love Nintendo's IP, right? Who want like solid. Shelf displayable toys. I mean, like I'm looking up here at my shelf in my office, and I have uh the PDP, you know, light up Pixel Pals. Well, those aren't really posable. I mean, they're great display pieces. Uh, I have some Mega Man Funko Pops, they're not really posable. Uh, I have amiibo, well, they're definitely not posable, <laughs> but then I have a couple of uh, Ninja I have the SH Figure Arts Mario, and I have um some, some Mega Man figures that I've gotten here and, and there out of the way. No one has ever re- and there's i I've, I've got a Link figure from World of Nintendo 2 that's got like the he's got you know a scabbard on his back, you put the sword in it, he comes with the shield, he's super posable, but he's also really flimsy. And I think there's there's yet to be a product line that's really captured Nintendo characters, beloved Nintendo characters, and done it in a way that's like, this is for collectors. Like, this is, you know, World of Nintendo is for kids. They make play sets. They're meant to be played with. I get that. I love it. I wish that they had had that when my son was young enough to play that. Because, like, they had the like, the, the static figurines, you know, that like they were posed and they could, you know, yeah. they had that, but they didn't have like the playable Nintendo, like world of Nintendo style figures right. uh, until he had kind of moved on. So, but I I I think the market's totally there for that. Um, you know, there's there's a group and I cannot think of their name, like it was on the tip of my tongue and it just left. Uh, there was a group of of people who, maybe it was the Four Horsemen, was what they were called, and maybe they still do this. That they did He-Man figures, like they did updated, more poseable yeah. He-Man figures, and they and they, like they coincided with the He-Man cartoon that came out uh, back in the early 2000s. You know, that kind of updated the designs and made them a little darker. And then the, I, there's there's a group that's continued on, like Mattel Selects or something. Continues on and they're like, they've basically redone the entire master universe line, but it's all mail order, right? right? Nintendo's sitting on a gold mine right there. Okay. HasbroPulse.com, where you can buy exclusive transformers and GI Joes and stuff. You can offer it all the way through there. The problem is, is that Jack's Pacific has locked down the Nintendo uh, IP until God knows when. Right. And so they'd have to break contract and do all kinds of stuff. Uh, guys, I don't know. Like, just talking about it makes me excited about it. Like, I would love to have this, but I could
0: tell. <laughs> like, I can I, I talk. You ready are, to go talk to few, Hasbro and Nintendo on strategy, Yeah, there's the a strategy, few things
1: right? that I can talk about for long periods of time Nintendo, Transformers, toys, wrestling, bacon,
0: wrestling. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, it's. It is what it is. So, uh, Marty, let me throw uh, this in this idea at you real yeah. quick. Okay. So, one of my favorite crossovers with toys, and this was in the early part of toy toys that I can think of that was like that started this trend of of crossover or combining things together. I'm thinking of the alternators, you know, transformers, oh, and yeah. cars. Or Transformers and say the Trans uh, Star Wars universe, how they had Star Wars characters. Yeah, they
1: did. They did uh, ships that turned into Star Wars
0: characters. So I was thinking it'd be kind of cool if they did like Nintendo things that transformed.
1: I would love that.
0: (laughs) Mario turns
1: into a mushroom. Right. The Mushroom House. Nintendo yeah, Formers friends. or something, you know. Oh, come on, <laughs> Nintendo man. Nintendo We've seen Dowser, Things. turns into the clown car. Yes, yep. Come on. I'm, like, they yes, have those, like, I'm, Transformers
2: man. fast food toys, didn't they? So
0: Right, yeah.
1: They did. So, and let me tell you, there, in Japan, there is a set of Toy Story characters that are like, it's Buzz and Woody and Slinky Dog and Rex and one other, I think, and they all transform and combine into one large robot. <laughs> it's really cool. You need to go look it up. Toy Story Combiner. Uh, Why don't we get cool bes- stuff like that? <laughs> right, right. And they did a they did a like Disney one too. Like they did a like Mickey Mouse and Goofy and Donald and a couple others. That yeah, it was really cool. It's like Voltron. Mickey Mouse was at the top after you transformed them all. It's pretty That's awesome. cool. That's awesome. Uh, but we, look, we can, we can waste a lot of time here. So <laughs> let's move on to the next question. Uh, Simple Monk asks, anyone picking up Windbound tomorrow? Hopefully one of the dads can do a first look. Uh, I know Justin is interested in Windbound. And so I do believe he is picking that up. So you should watch our YouTube channel. Uh he will most likely do a video on it. I I'm not interested in it personally. Uh Tim, you are you picking up windbound? No. I, I there's Jesse? No. Too
0: much on my that I want.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, like I'm snowed under with Indies and Fortnite right now. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I love this question, y'all. I love the way it's worded. Uh love the weird owl reference. Uh Ebusel asks, I may be mocked online for this let me familiarize you with the nomenclature. Which job would you prefer to have? Nintendo gameplay counselor, Nintendo Q&A tester, or the uncle?
2: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to be the q a and a tester. Uh, I, 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 no. I've done that role with, with business programs before, and it's not particularly fun. When, when, when my son was a kid, he said he wanted to, to be like, to, as that type of like a tester. And I said with 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 you know not all games like Call of Duty. With your luck you're gonna get Barbie's horse adventure as your g- first game to play or something oh. like that. <laughs> yeah. But I right I I'm kind of torn between the other two, the flight counselor or the uncle.
0: <laughs> uh
1: I'm I'm going uncle. with play counselor. On, You'll be
0: uncle. the uncle? I'll be the uncle yep
1: I don't really think anybody has an uncle that works at Nintendo. Justin
0: and then does. now
1: the only the only picture that I have in my mind of my uncle who works at Nintendo is from that devolver direct that <laughs> yeah. came out earlier this summer. and I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Nobody wants to be that guy, but that hey look that would that would be kind of cool be the insider, right? I always thought that the best job in the world was to sit around and play video games and tell other people how to get past different parts, right? Yeah. So the play counselor—that's right up my alley. I want to help people. There you go. Uh, one question from Twitter, uh, and I think this is pretty quick. We can answer around the horn. Mecha Dragon asks: Did any of you dads used to watch videos uh, from Screw Attack uh, or go to the website? Or heard, or have you heard of the channel?
2: I've heard of it, but heard never it. really frequented it. Yeah, you know, I would watch it on occasion if someone recommended something very specific to me, but I wouldn't. was I would, that's not a channel I would have subscribed to and just see their entire feed and then pick and choose from that.
1: Yeah, yeah, Didn't I remember it. it. I just don't know that I watched it. Let me, let me. I think this is a good place right here to make a a. Uh, YouTube channel recommendation. I had not seen this channel until about a week ago, and now I'm obsessed with it. Uh, is Terminal Montage? Have you ever, have you guys seen these, these videos? No. Every one of them is called something about, and like it's like something about Sonic the Hedgehog, something about Fortnite, something about Super Mario World, and they are absolutely hilarious. And I mean, I was crying. No, the other night, watching the Sonic the Hedgehog one. Uh, fair warning: there's a lot of loud noises and screaming that goes on. But it's like he he takes like an eight minute video and encapsulates all of Super Mario World into one like eight minute video.
3: And it's no. just,
1: it it it's so, I don't know, it's just off the wall. Uh, and. The one he, he just did, he just released one. I think, I think he just this one just released is about Yoshi's story, and all the Yoshi's have uh, voices like uh, Otto from Wally. So, <laughs> so at the beginning, when they're all around the tree and they're singing, it's uh, the, like the robotic voices. Wah ah 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 ah. It's just, it's just stupid and I guess that's why it's funny but go check out Terminal Montage you will thank me later if you have a weird sense of humor like me Jesse we have a voicemail we do
0: let's play it just the man I wanted to hear on the end of the line this is Solo Something or Esten I enjoy y'all's show so much the soundboard always makes me laugh and since I am my email led to his contribution to the soundboard of the Rick Flair woo I thought I'd contribute a little bit more to the soundboard. When you go to introduce the news, do a proper intro and go with the House of Pain sound, jump around. I would love to hear when the news is introduced the proper introduction of the song, the first 15 seconds from that song, of jump around.
2: It'd be a righteous
0: twist. Cheers, y'all. Love the show.
2: Okay, so yeah, first of all, if we if we I don't we don't want to do fifteen second bumpers anyway, but then second, if we did, every episode would be copyright struck, and we don't want to do that
1: every episode.
2: But uh, I I do have like you can't get away from that. I do have a five second clip. I'm hoping that's safe enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'll pass on that. Thanks.
1: be one of my favorite voicemails of the time. Man, thanks for listening to the show, Solo Something. Appreciate you so much. And uh, everybody who listens to the show. And listen, for you listening to the show, for listening to episode 294 of Nintendo Dads, we appreciate you guys so very much. You know, Tim, Jesse, we are six episodes away from the big 300. Seems like just yesterday it was 250. And then 275, and now here we are at 300. Uh, I don't know how we're going to celebrate. We'll we'll figure something out. I think uh, we didn't
2: even know if we were going to get past ten episodes when we started. So,
1: <laughs> and that was look, that was five years six. and two missing hosts ago. Yeah, six years, almost six years. Right? I mean, now we're Nintendo Dad's network and a team, and we have other podcasts that are in the same orbit as us. It's crazy. Uh, if you'd have asked me six years ago, hey, Marty, do you think you'll be hosting a Nintendo podcast? I'd be like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> wouldn't, have, wouldn't have guessed this one. Uh, but thank you all for listening to the show. Uh, as we close out tonight, we want to say uh, a big thanks to our Patreon producers. That's Chris Mears, Dave Ernsberger, and Antonio Contronio, as well as all of our patrons over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. Again, you can head over there right now and for just a dollar, you get access to our Discord where you can come chat with us and hang out with the best community on the internet. I highly, highly recommend it. 1010 would join again. You can also head over to nintendodads.org for all of our tweets, videos, podcast episodes and a link to go buy Nintendo Dads merch like our brand new logo shirt, our Super Smash Dad shirt, stickers, masks, all kinds of cool things over there at Nintendodads.org and our Red Bubble shop. Uh, you can head over there and check that out. And then you can send us an email, like I mentioned before, at Nintendodads at gmail.com, or you can call in like solo something and leave us a voicemail at 929 25 NDads. That's 929 256 3237. Big thanks to OC Remix use for the music used throughout the show. And I also want to say a huge thanks to all of you who went over to your podcast service of choice and left us a some words five star review last week. (laughs) Not just one of you did it. Lots of you did it. And uh, I love it. It's fantastic. It is on brand with Nintendo Dads for that to be out there. But you can go, and we ask you, please go to your podcast app of choice, podcast service of choice. Give us a five-star review. Give us a written review. It helps people find the show and get in on the goodness here at Nintendo Dads. This has been episode 294. For me, for Tim, for Jesse, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you later.
3: Thank you for listening into Nintendo
1: Ads. I don't know what animal this is or what Pokemon this is.